Ladies and gentlemen, may I present for your intellectual and philosophical pleasure Run Fest on Raw Dog Serious XM Comedy Hits Channel 99. Buddies, it's the Ron and Fez Show, live today, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, phone lines will be open today, Fez Watley, you're already in a bit of a, a whirling dervish over there, huh? Yeah, and a little bit of a pitch, just a room spinning a little bit on me. Well, there's a rumor going on around you that... Um, Chris Stanley heard in the halls <laughs> where a employee here asked him, is it true that Fez is homeless? <laughs> Why would that come up? There's a rumor going around that Fez, you don't have a home since you're here at all hours of the night and on the weekends. Oh. They, they think you're living at the... Is spreading this rumor around Sirius XM. Why are you here on the weekends? I like working out. Of, I don't like staying in my apartment sometimes. An apartment that I have and the rent is paid up. Are you sure? Because I know I wasn't invited into your apartment. Oh, wow. I remember we were down. And this was quite some time ago. And, we're, you know, Fez and I met for lunch. And he walked it over and he says, this is my apartment. And we're standing in front of the building with our coats on. And I never get invited in. And then finally, like, I guess I'm just going to keep on going. Sounds like there's truth to these rumors. No, there's no truth to the rumor. There's a mess in my apartment that I'm embarrassed about. Even by yourself? Why yes. is there a mess after years? I just, uh, I used to be a very neat freak, and now I just find myself... Homeless? Not homeless, just unable to clean it up. Well, what's in there? You're living by yourself. How messy could it be? It's pretty messy. There's laundry everywhere. There's you only dishes wear one everywhere. Shirt. <laughs> you got one shirt, and that hasn't paid off, that bit. What the hell goes on? So, is this a lot of people saying it, or one? I heard it from one person. That person said, people talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> they brought up the shirt, too. They asked. And they also, that's, that so the next the time I thing? get told I'm paranoid, I have every reason to be. Yes, people are talking about me in the hallways. Well, why rather than they? treating us as people, why don't you try to find out who it is? I asked. He won't tell me. What? He's standing right there. <laughs> I just asked him. He wouldn't say anything. You try to call me a narc? You're like the worst kind of cop I would ever hear of. Well, there's nothing I could do. I screamed it out once, and they didn't solve the crime for me. <laughs> Who's saying it, Chris? you got to be like McConaughey in True Detective. <laughs> See? He deflects. Why are you deflecting? <laughs> Why aren't you curious that your odd behavior now is people saying that I see this as uh, anti-gay? <laughs> I think you got one of those bully lawsuits. Um, stop hanging around so much. 
you, you're weirding people out. And they say like really slowly, like you know, like they, this has been talked about a lot. Like so, who said it to you? <laughs> I'm not going to die, but I'm giving you the information and let you know that there's something. You know, you Guy have the girl. stigma. It's a dude. Sweat. But, but yeah. it's he, he was just relaying information to me. But he, he, they made it very clear that multiple people talk about it. So, I'm so sure someone said it to the person that you said it to you. Yeah. Yeah, there's multiple people talking about it around Syria. What I station? Hate the people here. What station do they work for? This station. All right, so that's Raw easy talk. enough to find. Most of the people <laughs> who work on this station are in this room right that now. That narrows it down a lot. Those are the only hints I can give. Is it a PD of this station? No. I'm sure he's heard about it though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is. I think this goes. Well, he's past away on station. a lovely vacation right now. So it wouldn't be him. Well, oh yeah, that's right. But I'm sure he's... So he's, that takes another one out. He's definitely heard about it. I'm sure he's definitely participated in the conversation. Is it Michelle? No, not Michelle. Because she said something to me about it. Okay. When? <laughs> well, she asked me if we wanted to do something on the air where we collect canned goods for you. <laughs> I don't mean canned goods. I said he doesn't know I mean, how to cook or open a can. <laughs> Not that I would turn them down or not eat them, but I don't want canned goods. He's the takeout queen of the West Village. <laughs> Who the hell brought taco seasoning? <laughs> Can't do anything with yes, this. Yes, you Hate can. That. Put some seasoning on the tacos. Gives it a nice kick. Make it tasty, you know? I wouldn't want to be homeless, get a bunch of food and go, what, no fucking seasoning? I'm not eating a plain taco like an animal. Guy is so heartbroken today that our... Uh, our USA girls lost to the Canadians in hockey, and I didn't even know that something could hurt me that I didn't pay attention to 48 hours ago. <laughs> I go, how, I'm fucking sitting there going, how can this happen? This is another flying fucking tomato. We suck. God, when I was watching that last night, I was just so depressed and dejected. I already found out about it before through a spoiler, oh. a non-spoiler alert. I'm sorry, unlike you, yeah. I watch Will Bond. And by that point, I'm like, I'm not going to fucking turn that on tonight. Let's keep the winner of Kubrick going. I'm not going to ESPN for the next two weeks because they're going to just spoil everything for me. I'm all NBC. Why, why can't you just be like me and watch it while the show's on? <laughs> no. There's a fucking pirate just did very well for himself with his girlfriend. <laughs> a skating pirate. But as I know, I thought that this news would make you feel happy that the Broncos and John Elway said they would have no problem. Um, picking up the gay football player, Michael Sam. Yeah, John Elway, I don't exactly trust on this. What do you I, mean you don't trust him? I think he's saying what he believes he needs to say in order to get another dramatic storyline to his team. John Elway is a drama queen in his own right. Drafting Tebow... Going all out to get Peyton, then the Tebow trade. Are we going to keep him? Aren't we? He likes drama. So, yes, I could see Michael Sam becoming a Denver Bronco. Well, why so- are you seeing that as a negative? Why wouldn't you see that as a positive? I just, Here's at least one guy who's willing to publicly say, we got no problem with a gay on our team. And we, our, our fans smoke a lot of weed. I just don't. I just wonder about Elway's motives. Elway likes a lot of FaceTime. Why do you care about motives and not just see it as a positive of the person who's saying the the politically correct thing to your point of view? I would be fucking happy with that. I don't trust him. 
What's not to be trusted? I think he's going to try to exploit if he takes Michael Sam. Well, first of all, we don't know that he's going to take Michael Sam on on the Broncos. So he could just be saying this to build the guy's hopes up and add another Denver Bronker Denver Bronco storyline. <laughs> well, here's the thing. The Broncos. Uh, the fact of the matter is, you want every team to say that. You know what I mean? From your point of view, you want every single team. I'm going to go so far with this gay football player. I almost see it as a non-story. I think if the guy can play, he can play. And any team would want him if they thought that they could win with him. Because these guys will take women beaters. They don't give a fuck. Drug addicts, they don't give a fuck. Dog killers, they don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck about nothing but winning. And that's good to have these guys saying that, whether it's the Broncos or not. Um, here's uh, Phil in New Jersey. Phil. It's Bill with a big-ass car on the 2975. Oh, buddy. <laughs> Sorry about that, Bill. I wanted to find you. you were, I, I couldn't find you there for a while. You were lost. You went to a different channel. I didn't know about it. Jesus Christ, we announced and announced and announced. And they say <laughs> oh, that they're still playing promos over there. The fucking Fezzi didn't tell me. All right. And he's fucked up, too, because Elway didn't draft Tebow. Elway got rid of Tebow. Elway wanted no parts of Tebow. That was the prior regime with that fucking numbnut they got from New England. Um, he is right about that. It was Josh. Elway wasn't with the Broncos when no. Tebow came in? It was like Josh something, wasn't it? Josh McDaniel. Well, that yeah. was the coach, but Elway yeah, has well, a say in that. GM. He was the GM, too. He had the whole... He, got he the had whole the whole control. fucking package in those days. That was him, that fucking Jesus. Well, even Elway's not the GM. I thought Elway was already this executive vice president of football relations or whatever this made-up title is. I think you saw getting yourself off the the gay agenda, Fez. I think you went in the wrong direction here. I think anytime anyone says something positive, even if they don't mean it, moves along this kid's credibility. And by the way, I don't think he has a credibility problem at all. He's going to go to some team, and then it's up to him to see what he can do with it. Now, if you were him, would you want to come out before or after the draft? I, d- I would have done it the way he did it. I would have come out before. Why? Because then it's already out there. Yeah, that starts the distraction talk. That's the fucking problem with that. That's what possibly screws up your money and your draft spot. You, 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 you get, you become an NFL player. Wouldn't this have been great? He goes in the first round and fucking just announces it. He puts his hat on. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Congratulations, Broncos. You just got yourself a goddamn gay. <laughs> get your dicks hard. <laughs> I hope he wouldn't say that. Oh, that'd be awesome. I hope he never says that. Then I will be like, dude. Because that'd be like if a fucking player yelled, I hope your pussies are wet. Because I'm straight. (laughs) That'd be too much. He makes out with Goodell. Goodell would fucking love that. (laughs) He's the original bronker. You know what I'm saying? This kid's insane to announce this. You get it. You went way inside. Huh? Yeah, just thinking about people talking about me in the hallways. Oh, stop it. One guy did. Give us the initial, first initial. A. Adam. No. Aaron? I'm not going to say. <laughs> well, you just did. I didn't say anything. I didn't say anybody's name. There's nothing you can do about things people say, Fez. You can probably stop lounging around here in the same fucking shirt, but other than that, you can't say anything. I also got an email from someone in booking who was going through me because they said, I don't think Fez likes me right now. <laughs> So I'm going to go through you for this. Who was that? 
I can't say. First initial. <laughs> is it L? No, it is not. J? That takes half of them out. No. I'm just I'm getting a lot of Fez news. People are just going through me now. <laughs> hey, the middleman. Well, that's because you're known as a guy with his own place. <laughs> hey, that guy's got an apartment. We trust him. Hey, Bill in Boston, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Fezzy, I just picked myself up a new stainless refrigerator. Can I drop that box by the studio for you? Don't. Don't need it. He's already got a can of Sterno, Sterno and he's living under an overpass. Why don't you just start wearing a barrel around you? <laughs> that never happened outside of fucking comic strips. Should build out a nice lean. Seriously, <laughs> I'd rather walk around with my dick out than put a fucking barrel on them and suspenders. Once you get a barrel and suspenders, come on, dude, you can find pants. There's no way to sit in a barrel. Uh, look, I've lost all my clothes. How much does a barrel cost? I don't know what I'm doing, <laughs> and I'm gonna need some suspenders. Um, Mark in Virginia, you're on the Run of Fez show. Fez, how can you say that you would have come out before the draft? When it took you years and years to, to come out. I mean, we had to sit through that secret nonsense. for. If I was in his years. situation, he said he when he went to the Senior Bowl that there was people there that he hadn't told that knew he was gay. A lot of people knew, brought it up to him and thought, all right, I'm going to get outed if I don't go ahead and get a, situ- get a handle on this situation myself. Fez dropping some truth bombs, laying the facts out there, putting them on the table. Like it what I'm hearing. Hear what his dad said, too, about him? Uh, Michael Sam. He says this isn't done yet. Yeah. He says he's not sure exactly if he's gay. He's confused. Now, what does dad say? It was basically... It oh, was, really? It was sort of like that. He said, like, hey, I, I, I accept him, but I, I'm kind of struggling. Like, he, he was at a Denny's eating... And he couldn't eat anymore, so he went to an Applebee's, and they started to get some drinks going. Like, <laughs> well, I think his just, son came out to him via text, which is yeah. Easy. It just said, you, "Dad, you, I'm gay." You're just sitting around all these microphones and going like this. Um, um, yeah, I don't know whether it's something I did. Um, you know, I was at the Denny's, and then finally stepped up, went to an Applebee's. And I'm starting to feel better about myself. I'm. Pretty sure I let him play with a doll and I fucked up then. And uh, as far as I know, um, I think I got an uncle that's gay, so maybe he, maybe it's his fault. Oh, and who's the homeless guy that's always at the station? <laughs> I think that he, he had me in. <laughs> he had ginger ale and crackers. I was watching the Yankees game. <laughs> Can I ask this? Is the reason that you're spending so much time at the station because you don't want to hear the smoke detector? <laughs> the chirping's really got to me. Still going? No, I had a situation over the weekend where I took care of the... Why don't you tell us these things? Because well, it was update. a little embarrassing because I find... Embarrassing belongs on the air, Fez. <laughs> there was a... I couldn't get a big ladder... To reach the smoke detector. So I moved the dresser over to reach it. And I really, really should have taken my phone with me. Because I have a fear of heights and real and got stuck on the dresser for quite some time before <laughs> I could get back down. And you're worried that people talk about you. Maybe that's why I didn't want to bring it up. You're just sitting on a dresser for hours. Well, those things have got to be four feet high. If I had gotten to a sitting position, I would have been all right. 
Should have just brought some like scaffolding from they're all over the city. Just build that and take care of that smoke detector. All right, we're getting slammed with how many people said the original uh, truth bomb about John Elway wasn't true. We understand that. Not all truth bombs are going to be filled with truth. Um, here's um, Rob. Rob, you're on the Run of Fez show. Rod, I, I think you're right about Fez having a weird viewpoint on, on his Elway theory. It, he's coming across making it sound like case are freaks. That's where Fez is coming from. Now, do you remember, Ronnie, you remember that episode on Party Down where they had to cater the party to the top draft pick or the first rounder? And, and he turned out to be gay? Remember it, I jerked off to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's... <laughs> Sounds like where Fez is coming from. Well, I think, yeah, Fez is, I don't think that this will. First of all, you got to remember that the guys that are playing have probably not the same amount of prejudice towards gays as the the guys that are watching who are older. You know what I mean? Like, first of all, these kids grew up on just being fucking pounded in school. Don't pick on the gay kid. You know what I mean? The anti-bullying thing and all that. There's been a lot more acceptance probably with that age group than any other. Their entire high school years was the height of the, or was really what it blew up was the anti-bullying stuff. Thank you. And that was the glee years as well and all that kind of stuff. And I just don't think you're going to find people who would be stupid enough to go, we don't need any gay on this team, because the social media will destroy them. That's what it's, the headline on Deadspin was, these, the NFL's reaction to Michael Sam coming out, the reactions will shock you, and they were all just tweets like, hey, he's cool, like, like I'm, right. they're, they're going to tweet, oh, I don't want that homo on my team. You're not going to be stupid enough to do that. The, the, the whole thing has gone in the other direction now. Like, really, it would be almost braver these days for a public person to say, I'm against gay marriage. At one point, it was considered the brave thing to say that you were, let's keep you involved, that you were for gay marriage. But now the brave thing would be to say, "Uh, I'm against gay marriage because you'll get fucking hammered, hammered. By social media. Velma was getting hammered just by saying, yeah, I, I, I'll accept him, but it still wears me out that he might be looking at me when I'm on the shower. And then people <laughs> yeah. just went after him for just that. It's like you wouldn't be able to say, it's kind of weird for me taking a shower next to a chick, you know, my cock and balls out and all. <laughs> that would that would be acceptable, but not to say, oh, this guy likes fucking dudes. I'm still going to take a shower next to him. A dude in the Giants. Is There's nothing to fucking battle here. That was the whole uh, argument for Don't Ask, Don't Tell. Of, oh, we have to shower together with a platoon. Someone's going to start staring at my junk, and that's going to distract us on the battlefield. I got news for you. If I'm taking a shower with a bunch of women, I'm sure I'm going to be clocking them. It would be crazy not to. Now, I know Shelby wouldn't. Because he's in a, he's what we would call... And is this still used, Fez? Closet case? Yes, that's still used a lot. Okay, thank you. TB. Still politically correct. I just say I'm figuring myself out. <laughs> You're fingering figure out. yourself out, <laughs> you little fucking weirdo. 
Do you ever notice how many times his he'll have his hands in the front and back of his pants? And I go, what are you doing, Shelby? And he goes, it's freezing in here. I go, I know for a fact it's not. <laughs> You're exploring. Um, Boy George said the other day that people don't have to come out. I guess Boy George is the exact opposite of Harvey Milk. <laughs> Why come out? Just enjoy all the benefits the gay guys have won for you, and then don't worry about anyone else, I think is what he was trying to say. I like that. I like what Boy George is spitting out there. And then he melted a candle on his head and went walking around town. It's a good look for him. Um, here's uh, Jason Rochester. You're on the Run of Fed show. Hey, buddies. I just wanted to uh, invite Fez for a river nap down in the Hudson. In your Love. van? Yep. Lay, lay in the shallow end. Just close He's your eyes. Look up Remember, river nap is when the guy went down to the river and he was using the rock as a pillow when he was just laying there. And the, everyone had thought he had drowned. <laughs> they had fucking put a yellow fucking thing up around him and all. And everybody was like, yeah, we don't know how he died. And then they just saw him get up and everyone just yelled, oh! And he had river napped. Um, here's uh, John and PA. You're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie B. Sound like a million bucks, bud. I feel I like a buck 380 today. Oh, jeez. Well, living with a homeless, working with a homeless guy can be pretty hard on you. Sure. And you know what? My life of working with the homeless, I get paid off in different ways. <laughs> what? You get to use the Sterno can as a change box? You know what? I get to see them as people. And that's the beauty of it. We got plenty Talk of shopping carts around here. Uh, by the way, Anderson Cooper just, I mean, talk about coming out and sounding fucking stupid. So he had done some, you know, story on the homeless and now says he sees this from a different angle. It's really an awful thing. I think when I was a little kid, I realized that the homeless thing. What world? I mean, he grew up really rich, right? Like he was. Gloria old. Vanderbilt yeah. is his mom. Old money. So, yes, very old money. Upper East Side, private schools. But still, it's New York. There's homeless people everywhere. I, I don't, I can't even comprehend how someone could say, I've changed my mind against the homeless. This is a bad thing. I thought they were you know, just lazy, actually. And I was really was mad at them all the time. Is this you saying this or are you Anderson now? I'm Anderson now. Okay. I, don't, I don't think that. Because I've heard you say stuff like that. <laughs> You're going to get a job to somebody whose feet are black. Um, I don't know where he could get hired. Hey. He's been laying in his own filth for a while, but keeping a little American flag in front of him. I found Board George talking about the uh, that he doesn't mind people coming out. Draft is actually made to pick these guys, and everyone's talking about this. Yeah. You came out, but you came out to your family long before you came out yeah, as, a, as a public persona. What, what advice would you give to people who are famous and have to come out? Because that brings with it a particular thing, doesn't it? Well, one of the funny things about coming out public is that people always encourage you to do it. And then when you do it, they say, all you do is talk about being gay, <laughs> so you can't win. I think when I was younger, I was a little bit more kind of gung-ho and that everyone should come out. Now, I think, if it makes you happy, come out. If it's going to make you miserable, don't come out. Just don't have a go at other gay people. I mean, as long as somebody isn't attacking gay people, I don't care if they're in the closet. Do you know what I mean? That's pretty heavy. Um, 
Well, we can't get Boy George, although he was in the building the other day. What are you talking about? We do have... uh, My ears burning. Boy George Jr. This is uh, the... Is it the illegitimate son of Boy George? Oh, no. It's it's very legitimate, love. You know, I think think it's like a test tube. One of those test tube situations. You were in a test tube? Kind of experimental, baby. You know they they, they mix uh, they mix different things up. You know they. Well, it's sperm and an egg. There's not a lot of different things. You know, love. I'm not. I'm not really familiar with the re- the female reproductive system. You You're know? not part of that. No, I, I I dabble in different things. You know. So you are the son of Boy George. Yeah, the, the illegitimate son. We, I, we I don't know. Re- when I said illegitimate, you attacked me for it. Well, we we don't really talk. <laughs> Love, but you know, uh, I guess I did come from his seed, if you will. Okay, so, uh, and why are you here today, Boy George Jr.? I f- my ears were burning. I heard uh, my name being called. I guess you were talking about my father. Right, I was talking about your dad, Boy George Sr. <laughs> or Man George, I guess he is now. Well, we don't really talk. I do, lo- I do love his music, though. What is it's your favorite good. Boy George tunes? Oh, the one playing right now is pretty yeah. good. What's the name of this? I, th- I think it's uh, Karma Chameleon. Hmm. So, the great boy team. George uh, is here, and he's Boy George Jr. Um, do you agree with your dad that no one really has to come out? Oh, absolutely. You know, hmm. you do whatever you want. Do right. whatever. If you want to come out, you right. know, do it. You know, but it's normal. It's a normal thing to do. That's normal, boy? You know, it's, a, it's like a stigma, especially on these players. What? What are you like these football? You, that's what you call it. I, I'm, I'm more yes. familiar with like the David Beckham, you know. I, oh, I didn't know you grew up in England, did you? Well, can't you tell from my accent, love? Well, I couldn't understand since you seem to be living here in the studio. I didn't know where exactly <laughs> you were from. You just turned up without an introduction. Well, I came here, you know, just touring through the city here. Yeah, touring through the city. And then I came up here to, the, to your studio. I just right. ha- I heard my name. It's like sonar. So odd that uh, I'm going to have to get security on that. So um, are you also gay? Oh, absolutely. And I, I'm, I, I'm kind of distracted by this little twink over here with the big lips. Oh, that's Shelby. That's yeah, wh- Shelby. What's up, dude? You're kind of, kind of making me uncomfortable here. <laughs> Why are you uncomfortable, Shelby? I don't know, he's kind of looking at me up and down. Well, you know, I just like, you got a nice look for you here. Uh, this is the first time I've ever said this, but go fuck yourself then. I'll just leave it at that. Well, let he, people at home know. I mean, are you, are you, are you seeing anybody right now? Are you single? Well, I mean, I'm not gay, if that's what you're asking, but like, I respect your lifestyle. I mean... Which one of you is talking right now? You know, he kind of sounds like me, too. Right, he does. <laughs> And both of you guys call me love, which is odd. <laughs> it's a good term, you know. Shelby? I'm not talking to you. I'm, I'm, I'm just typing on the computer here. Wait, what? Which is, you're using two voices now. <laughs> are you confused? What the hell? I don't know what you're... Well, what are you talking about, love? Which one are you now? I don't even know this point. I was thinking, do you uh, do any music yourself, uh, Boy George Jr.? You know, I'm 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 actually dabbling in like fashion and modeling this week. You know, it's New York Fashion M- Week. Modeling? Mo- <laughs> modeling? Mo- <laughs> modeling? Yeah. 
So you're you're a a boy model. We're not such a, a model. I just like you know prep them before they go out. Oh, you don't model yourself? No, I don't. I'm not. I don't have my father's looks. Right. Exactly. You'd be more in the husky section. Exactly. I've I've, I've eaten too many bonbons, as they would say. I don't know anybody who says that. <laughs> it's a big. Uh, it's a big. <laughs> what, who's that, Shelby? I'm just paying attention to BJJ over here. BGJ. Mm-hmm. What's no, that? But no one's ever called me that before. Go ahead, you two. I got stuff to do. You guys talk for a second. So, uh, you know, what, what's going on over here in the studio? What have you been talking about? Hey, you talking about Michael Sam, you know? I, I think, like, if he wants to come out, then that's totally cool, you know? You know, if it's in the locker room, you know, you might have like a, a wank in the corner or something. You know, don't right. don't even look at him. Don't you know? even look at it. Don't Just even deal with it. Go about your own business. Right. Go about your own business. Do you agree, Shelby? Not at all. I think you're jerking <laughs> in the corner. I mean, sounds sounds like a thing you should do in your own home. Um. Here's uh, Larry. Larry, you're on the Run and Fed show. Hey, uh, Ron, this fucking uh, interview with Russell Brand is going great. Oh, that isn't uh, Russell Brand. Work. This is Boy George Jr. Uh, Tom in New Jersey. Uh, yeah, Boy George Jr., why don't you uh, stop hitting on Shelby and uh, why don't you just fuck Fez? That's interesting. That, you know, we do have a gay guy here. It's Fez. He's the homeless guy in the same shirt. Um, I'm he... not homeless, BGJ. I thought this was some sort of like make a wish program for homeless people over here. Well, in a way, it is. In, a, in an odd way, it is. With the shirt and the the unkempt mustache over there, I thought I thought he might be just like some some bloke you let sit in on the program. Yes, he is a bloke I let sit in on the program. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. But having a rough day today, Fuzz. Yeah, yeah, getting rougher. Because of the hallway gossip. Uh, here's the Queen. Queen, how you doing, darling? Hey, Ronnie. Hey. Um, just to let Boy George Jr. know, he's flipping between a high London accent and a Cockney accent. <laughs> you know, I grew up all over the place, you know, kind of like a, a traveler. I, lo- I like to travel a lot in my life. And I guess yeah. I've picked up different things along the way. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, most people with a high London accent don't slip in the Cockney. Once you're Cockney, you got you caught. You fucked up, dude. Thank oh. you, Queen Elizabeth. You fucked up. You caught me. <laughs> I've been pretending to be boy G- BGJ this whole time. All right, we need to uh, take a break here. Um, Fez, you need anything? No, I'm good. You sure? I'm fine. So at least you know now where the rumors are coming from. What do you plan on doing with them? Um, just talking with some people. Fuck them up. Uh, the people spreading the rumors. Chris Stanley? <laughs> I just received a rumor and relayed the information. Now you're going to look like a rat. It's fine. I, I ain't no rat. <laughs> I never said the person's name. You are a fucking rat. You gave it away. You're fucking Serpico. All right? <laughs> There's a brotherhood of radios fucking people in this building. And you shat upon it with your rat ass. Gave it away, gave it away. You fucking hunched over with your little fucking tiny rat turds coming down. I never gave out any names. Um, Kyle, you're on the Run and Fez show. Yeah, hey, Ron. Can we please hear Shelby, Boy George Jr., 
Todd and Fez have a group discussion? Uh, my head would blow up from that one. Uh, when we come back, let's give away a big prize. We're going to play What's in the Box? America's favorite game show, What's in the Box? Give us a call at 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. We have a box and something inside it, a collectible from a previous guest is in it. Give us a call at 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. There's something in the box. What's in the box? The item in the box is signed. You lie! It's signed by a celebrity. You're a fucking liar! Can you guess? Shut up! What's in the box? Oh, I'm excited. I'm excited. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, your chance to win. I'm going to make a guess right now. Because of the shape of the box. Mm-hmm. Is it Halloween candy? It is not Halloween candy. Valentine candy. <laughs> no. Christmas candy. It is no kind of candy. What kind of candy in that box? Uh, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Call in and play. What's in the box? What's in the box? Ron and Fez show. Who's in the box? Ron and Fez on Raw Dog. Serious XM. Comedy hits. Back with the Ron and Fez show on a Wednesday. Your chance to win coming up here with What's in the Box. There is a signed item in the box signed by a celebrity. You have to guess what that item is and the celebrity who signed it. Um, Fez, I'm just look over and right now uh, Tom the Mechanic put up a signed Sigourney Weaver um, that we gave out. And I just sometimes think so. We give out so many cool prizes, we forget to remind people. Chris, I know you're going to start getting into promos. Yeah, we need a cool prize promo. But you know what? Later in the show, I just want to talk promos. I'm going to talk it on the air so the listeners understand what we're talking about. All right. Because what the listeners don't understand is the amount of love that I have for them, so much that it hurts. So much, and I don't want to make a big deal out of this, but I've cried blood before. It's like stigmata, dude. It gets worse. I piss blood. Hey, me too. Yeah, but yours is from a bad liver. <laughs> <laughs> Only people who love them, the listeners, give out prizes like we do. I also saw this um, on Twitter that uh, a commercial interrupted Fez's live read. Yeah, I started to talk about Valentine's Day, and uh, for some reason we went into another raw dog sweeper, and then more commercials before I got to talk about it. Then you did talk about it. Yes, then later on. So everything went well. After was, the computer was done talking. I was down at the bathroom, I'm pissing blood out of love for the listeners, and I heard a Interesting story. Chris Stanley, you had to take a test after the show yesterday? <laughs> I had to go to um, 
diversity training yesterday for two and a half hours. Now, I know nothing about this and didn't even know that you were going, <laughs> but here's a trivia question just for you guys in the room. Guess who flunked their test? Guess who hired the girl you were supposed to fire, is what I was told. Oh, bullshit. I'm telling you, you failed it. <laughs> no, I passed it. That girl was... De- All right, look. This was the test. They gave you a resume, and they gave you a picture of a person and a backstory on the person, and they said, read this backstory, give us a percentage of how you would hire the person. And I gave them an 85%, according to their backstory. It was a lovely young black woman. Uh, for whatever... I don't know any of this. You failed the test, and you're going to be retaking it. <laughs> I can't. It was two and a half hours. It was so terrible. Yeah, and it's not done now. I can't give up my entire afternoon to diversity training. I, it's awful. And by the way, while you were gone, it looks like Fez had set up a little nest in the corner of your office, <laughs> and he's living there now. Wondered why that was there. According to A, quote, unquote, A. Justin A. A. Later. I can't. Oh, yeah, we can do that because we got that coming up in just a couple seconds, too. All right, time to play What's in the Box because we've got a guest coming up. Uh, Fez, who we got coming in today? Tammy Pescatelli is coming in oh, today. Great. So she'll be here in just a little bit. She's playing comics at Foxwoods in uh, Connecticut. That is this weekend, February 13th. That's tomorrow. I might go to that. Through the 15th. And then the Funny Bone in Des Moines, Iowa. That's February 19th through the 22nd. I'll definitely make that one. I don't know if I can make it to Foxwoods, but I'm getting in that Des Moines thing. I'm getting in early. I'm trying to get seats up front. Um, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. It's time to play America's Get Funnest Game Show. Um, America's Funnest Game Show sounds like gibberish. Uh, it's What's in the Box! There's something in the box. What's in the box? The item in the box is signed. You lie! It's signed by a celebrity. You're a fucking liar! Can you guess? Shut up! What's in the box? Chris, you know this keyboard also hasn't been replaced. I called engineering yesterday after the show. After I got out of my diversity training. What happened? They said we're not going to give you another keyboard? They said they were going to show up and swing by and give us a new keyboard. So what happened when you noticed it wasn't there? I'm calling again. Uh, That's not the answer, is it? I didn't didn't call them back is the answer. I I didn't realize. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was it. That makes a little more sense. (laughs) You thought you made a phone call, so it was all done. Hi, is this the Magic Center? Before Magic, please. <laughs> he needs to diversify his keyboards. I'm going to go to sleep, so have some Magic Elves come down here and build shoes for me. Yeah, it's Chris Stanley again. I only hire white people. I noticed that since you've been the producer of this show, yeah. you've never hired a non-white male. That's fireable enough right there. Oh, that, there's plenty of plenty of people have only hired white males. Straight white males is all you've... Well, somewhat straight. That is very... Shelby, you might have to come out to protect him. <laughs> you cover And my you know ass. what? I'm going to give you a giant Yankees hat and go in there and just say that you're Chris Stanley. I'm going to give you a giant Yankees hat and a 40, and you go in and take that <laughs> test and save his job. Time to play What's in the Box. What's in the Box? Oh, what's in the Box? Dan from Hoboken? Ah, uh, what's in the box? 
Uh, are you ready for your first clue? Sure. It's a, it's a signed movie. Ah, it's a signed movie. Is it a dick? Is it a dick? Damn it, that's a really good guess, too. You're a fucking liar! <laughs> 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ Here's Ernie in Virginia. What game do you want to play? What's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the fucking box? Um, Ernie, it's a movie and it's an action film based on a TV show. Is it... Uh, 21 Jump Street, signed by Jonah Hill. Such a great guest. Let's see. Oh, sorry! You don't win shit! 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. The tension of this game is just fucking phenomenal to me right now. Building. And this song does it for me, too, in a big, big way. That's Trent, baby. Yeah, I like that song you played by him yesterday, too. Paige, Marilyn, what game you want to play? What's in the box? Come on, you got to say it like you made it, honey. What's in the box? I can't let you play like that. You got to sound like you're freaked out. You got to remember, Gwenny's head is in that box. What game do you want to play? What's in the box? I'm sorry, I can't let you play. Here's uh, Sean in Vermont. Sean, what game do you want to play? I want to play what's in my box. I'm also not going to take that one. That sounded more like Cookie Monster. David, what game do you want to play? What's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the fucking box? Well, that's weird to have something come in after. Yeah, it throws that. the whole thing off. Yeah, we, there's weird. A, yeah, there's a way of doing this. I you know? jump in. It's like a melting pot. Yeah, it is like a melting pot. It really is. You only have so many things melt. Um, What are you making? Bum stew fest for everybody? <laughs> I am not homeless despite hallway rumors. That's Sirius XM. This boiled boot's delicious. Um, David, what game do you want to play? What's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box? Uh, what's in the box? What's in the box? All right. Jesus Christ. He's <laughs> ready to talk here. You're throwing us off. He sounds like the homeless person. Yes. <laughs> you should have passed diversity training. Maybe he'd know <laughs> No shit. <laughs> good, good point, David. That diversity training was rigged. Uh, all right. Can I focus what? on this game? Movie. Action film based on a TV show and the first in a film franchise. Tell us what's in the box. Oh, man. Is it the A-Team? Signed by? Uh, by um, George Bavard. Well, I would love it if it is. Fezzy, what's in the box? Not that. Too bad. I love that. Love that guess. Pat and Jackson, what game do you want to play? What's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the fucking box? So. What's in the box? Here we go. <laughs> I guess Robocop. Robocop, signed by Robocop? By Robocop. Mm. Oh, 
Troy in Canada. What game you want to play? What in the box? That's too much like uh, Cookie Monster for me. Kurt in Orlando, what game you want to play? What's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box? All right, Kurt, here's your clues. Movie. Action film based on a TV show, first in a film franchise, signed by the co-star. Is it the A-Team, signed by Rampage Jackson? I really like this. Dave. Dave, how you doing, buddy? What's in the box? God, for his sake, I really want him to find out. I'm going to give you the clues. Movie. Action film based on a TV show, first in a film franchise, signed by the co-star, and previous Academy Award winner. Oh, man. Since you forgot to give it away the other day, is a Planet of the Apes signed by Mark Wahlberg? Well, he is an Academy Award winner for his work in Planet of the Apes. Let's take a look. supposed to give that away, Fez? We were supposed to give that away Tuesday, and we did not. Why not? Um, Just me forgetting. Me fucking things up. What were we supposed to give it away for? That was for hashtag uh, Macho Vlad Putin. We didn't give it out to anyone? No, we didn't. I picked the winner. I have it right there. I'm in the middle of another game right now. Team. Now have to make some cuts. I don't know whether to get rid of the racist, the homeless guy, or the closeted guy. I'm not a racist. I know one thing. I'm keeping Howard the intern, who's kicking ass. And I hope somebody is mentoring him. I'm with Howard. Someone good is mentoring him. Someone who can let people know that they're doing good. Tell Howard I give him two big thumbs up. He's killing on the phones. And you never give him any credit for production, but I know he's working with you on that. Howard, two thumbs up from Ron. Thank you. Did he like it? He said thank you. Whew. Ted, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Hey, buddies. What game you want to play? What's in the box? Ted, I'm going to give you the last of the clues. It's okay. a movie. An action film based on a TV show. First in a film franchise. Signed by the co-star who's a previous Academy Award winner, and this message will self-destruct in five seconds. Um, is it Mission Impossible... Mission Impossible 3? I can't imagine that it's Philip Seymour Hoffman. Mission Impossible 3. Signed by the greatest actor of his generation. We've all decided that now. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Remember, it was first in a film series. First in a film series. And the last clue being this message will self-destruct in five seconds. And then the other important thing, signed by the co-star. John and P.A., what game you want to play? What's in the box? All the clues are out there. Do you have a guess? My only guess would be uh, Charlie's Angels, maybe signed by Drew Barrymore. Charlie's Angels, signed by Drew Barrymore. And this message will self-destruct 
in five seconds. Um, you try to help people. Matthew in Queens. Hey, what's in the box? You got an answer for me. Um, get smart, Steve Carell. Steve Carell, the Oscar winner. Steve Carell signing Get Smart. Sorry! Jason. Jason, you got an answer for me, buddy. Do you want me to yell what's in the box? Yeah, yell it out. Glad you got that out of your system. Now, okay, what do you got? Um, I got a Mission Impossible signed by Michael Clark Duncan. Mission Impossible signed by Michael Clark Duncan. Sorry, he is not the co-star. That was a nice guess, though. Hey, Bubba, Bubba in Orlando, what game you want to play? What's in the fucking box? What's your answer? Uh, Mission Impossible signed by John Voigt. Mission Impossible, signed by John Voigt. <laughs> Bubba, when the sub is going down like that, you know we have a winner. Yeah. And it's you, my friend. Mission Impossible, signed by John Voigt. Okay, since we forgot to give out our prize the other day, and have we figured out where the breakdown was in that, guys? Uh, the breakdown was in not having the winner's name selected. In in time. He's selected the name, and he says you've been holding it for how long? I I had it yesterday. I guess I didn't just put it in the right spot for you. Sorry about that. What spot do you need it, Fess? Um, just anywhere in front of me. So I didn't have the winner's, uh, the selected winner's name. So who are you on giving, who are you giving blame to? Who are you assigning blame to? Myself, because I should have gone and made sure I had it in front of me. I didn't do the follow-up. So why don't we give it out now? The winner for the uh, hashtag Macho Vlad Putin contest, winning Planet of the Apes DVD signed by Mark Wahlberg. That goes to Vanilla Thunder. Vanilla Thunder. Why is that a totally different winning thing? This is the one I was given. No, why is that a different sounder for winning? We just gave out two prizes, two different sounders. Oh, yeah. One was more of of a correct bell, and the other was more of, ta-da, here's an announcement of Mm. a winner. Mm. The other one is more when you're correct. Acknowledging your knowledge. (laughs) <laughs> it's very funny, Shelby, as I took the blame for your fuck-up. What? I, no one is even blaming you. I can't assign you blame. You're Fez. It's Ron and Fez. I can't assign you blame. But it, I think it's nice that you feel like you did something wonderful for him. I saved your life. We'll see how often that happens. Well, what are you angry about? I know that you get angry because you go into baritone fest. <laughs> that bastard over there let me down. Really let me down. And I took the blame for my I bit the bullet. 
You can't shake off this other thing? No. It's got you pissed about everything? No, I'm going down the hall after the show. Where did Baritone go? Um, I'm going to, you know, old supervisors, new supervisors, I will have this taken care of. Uh, now Chris Stanley looks like a lunatic. <laughs> Can I tell you how to be a regular guy, Fez? Mm-hmm. Don't run to the bosses. I'll just strongly mention it, and they can decide to do what they want. What should they do that somebody told a joke that you're, that you're in the building so much you look homeless? Well, we'll see how funny the joke is later on. This will be my joke back. This will be my punchline. What? This will sound better in the baritone voice. He got you. He got you. Get it, love? You're trying to make more friends, right? Not with this person. Mm, boy. But this, all right, this is one... Thank you for the information, Chris. I will make sure they know where I got it from. Good, good, great, great. But this is one person, this is multiple people talking about it. It was related to me. So this one person... It, I'm right. just going to start where where you got it. <laughs> great. And then it'll be all taken care of. Until there's the next rumor and they won't tell Chris. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe they won't feel as free to start shit-talking in the hallway. But that like way, last week. That way they're still going to be talking. You just won't hear it anymore. This is the worst way to handle this. <laughs> it is. It's literally From the, the regular worst way. guy's way, it's the worst way to handle it. Well, according to all of them, I'm not regular, so I don't have to follow their rules. I might be wearing the same shirt every day, dude. That might have a little bit to do with it. The lack of payoff. And this is going to make Chris look bad. What if he came out with, like, body paint, but of the same shirt? Like, we got one of those sports <laughs> illustrated <laughs> looks people. a little tighter. I'm just going to point out pot talk. That's the kind of shit that people are high or say. Unless you're high, that makes no sense to even say that. Are you high? Are you coming to work high? Well, maybe I had a little... Toke before the show. Uh, just thinking of your lips on a little toke? Forget about it. No one else is getting any. It's like a water park. Yeah, I go like this. I'm not taking this joint. It's been Shelby lipped. It's not Bogarting it. I just took one hit. <laughs> Forget Bogart. It's fucking. Well, I almost gave out your last name. I shouldn't, right? <laughs> it's Shelby Lynn. Man. You're moving your papers around very aggressively because you're mad. Oh, yeah. Well, we got a light boat to do, and we got Tammy. Is she here? I uh, just signed in, coming upstairs right now. All right, so maybe we ought to put off the lifeboat till a little later. Um, are you going to be nice around her, Fez, or are you still going to be steaming? No, I'll be nice to uh, Tammy Pascadella. I don't think she was talking about me in the hallways. No, but I mean, are you going to bring it up to her? No, I hadn't planned on it. Maybe that, because I know she does like a lot of advice stuff, right? Yeah. Like a sort of like an advice. She could, yeah, she'd definitely be in the position to give Fez some advice. I think you need advice on this because you're not taking it from me and Chris. No, I know what I'm going to do. And then the person's going to feel really bad that he did this to me. Okay, but here's what no you one ever did hear, anything to you. Did you ever hear this? Why take his side? Look, we're trying to explain to you how. I'll to explain how I found out about the whole fucking thing. Fez, calm down. Comedy show. But did you ever hear the phrase, look, now Chris is pissed at you. 
And you're pissed at Chris, right? Chris thought it was hilarious that he was able to relay this information. It was funny. So, it is funny. So I will find it equally hysterical when I relay it to who I'm going to talk to. Who are you going to talk to? What scary person do you know that we don't? I know people. Who? Someone I don't know? Uh, no. Everyone you know. They lurk in the shadows. I don't know one person who's going to think it's anything but nutty to bring them this information. I would actually say to you, dude, I'm a vice president of a radio company. I can't worry if somebody says a fucking little joke like that. Now, here's the thing, Fuzz. Do you ever hear the phrase, cut off your nose to spite your face? Yes. The point is, you're trying to be accepted more, and this would make you less accepted. I don't need to be accepted by this creep. Again, you're only seeing it as one person instead of the social hive. No, I get called a creep a lot. You're not right. you're not like implying I started this cuz that's that's not the case. There was a fucking rumor about me in here before that I killed a guy down south just because it was in the newspapers. And I had to fucking finally scream out one day, "Have you ever heard the term manslaughter?" <laughs> Learn it. You try driving through a, uh, a fucking crowded city, drunk, and see how many people you end up killing. And just because the guy's dating your fucking ex-girlfriend doesn't mean it's personal. You're blacked out drunk. But I learned to roll with it. You know what I'd say? I would always do this. Careful, because next time I'm going to kill you. Beep, beep. And I act like I was driving. And that would be the funny thing. People start calling me beep, beep for a while. Or watch out. And even one day when everyone was out smoking, and remember I went up on the fucking sidewalk? <laughs> just like, ah! Yeah. I was doing that maniac laughing. You might be incriminating yourself here. Well, it's like, you know, I could roll with the punches. I'm one of the guys. Yeah. But, you know, you just got the... Remember even some of the ONA guys stopped being friends with you because you got vindictive about a couple things. You don't want that to happen at Raw Dog. You don't want to be... No, I'm just going to get rid of the bad elements. You're not in charge of getting rid of people's careers. But you don't want to end up being the fez of Raw Dog. You know what I mean? You want to be beep beep. If you had a fucking choice. Beep beep beep. You got to think long term in your strategy is what I'm trying to tell you. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Your strategy, your winning strategy is a long term one. Well, I'm thinking this will take about two weeks. Okay. That doesn't help. Come on, beep beep. <coughs> um, here's our buddy Tom in Madison. Hey, Tom. On Fez, you know he likes the tattletale. Just roll with it. You know you're above it. You're above it, Fez. You're way above it, brother. And this is the kind of tattletale Girl Scout shit that people didn't like next door. So please. you're doing tattletale Girl oh, Scout shit. No, I'm just passing along the funny joke. I understand your sentiment, Fez. Nobody likes to hear dog shit rumors. So just roll with it, brother. Dealt with it last week. I'll deal with it this week. I don't know what happened last week. I'm already losing that. All the shit talk about me in the hallways last week. Forgot it. <laughs> what happened last week? I don't even recall this. It was all the talk uh, from a certain department of, and then I had to hear about it the rest of the week. 
from people that weren't oh, there and weren't would, even involved in it. If I was you, I wouldn't even bring that one up. Because <laughs> you were dead wrong on that one. All right, let me go get Tammy. I want you to give a nice uh, introduction. Tammy Pescatelli is here with us on the Run and Fez show today. She is playing comics this weekend. That's at the Foxwoods Casino in Connecticut. That's uh, starting tomorrow, February 13th through the 15th on Sunday. Also, Tammy's going to be at the Funny Bone in Des Moines, Iowa. That's February 19th through the 22nd. Her special, Finding the Funny, that's available on iTunes. And you can follow Tammy on Twitter, at Tammy Pescatelli. I'm always happy when someone shows up with tasty cakes. Oh, thank you. That wasn't me. I have to say that was my publicist, Meredith. Thank you. And I don't mean Meredith to brag about my Des Moines date. You know what I mean? Don't think I'm bragging. So nice to meet you guys. It's good to I'm meet you. I'm such a big fan. I was so excited that you guys were going to come over to the dark side of comedy. We are. We are. <laughs> Tammy, I'm glad that you're here because you always do advice stuff. Uh, yeah, I do kind of. You know, whether people like to hear it or not. Like, right. if they don't want to hear the truth, then I'm probably not the person. But I'm, the, you know, the clean. You know that uh, uh, that that show that they have out now with Liev Schreiber, Liev Schreiber, oh, yeah, right? Yeah, right? Yeah. He's like a cleaner guy, and right. Ray, Donovan. Ray Donovan. That's who I am. I'm the three a.m. friend, like you call me at three o'clock. And this is so great. I clean it up. This is so great because we need a cleaner. Uh-oh. Now Fez is socially. What did you say? Inept. Is yeah, the right I, I think enough is the right be, word. Yeah, you, they used to say awkward or retarded, yeah. but now you, people well, get nervous over some words. synesthesia and maybe autism, we found out. Okay. Now, there's a problem that he had. Somebody in the building told our producer, hey, is Fez homeless because he wears the same shirt all the time and he's in the studio late at night so fez got very angry today and you wanted to go squeal to the vice president to get the guy fired right but wait a second let's talk about this first of all i know you know that i'm a fan so Mm -hmm. contract negotiations still april 6th (laughs) <laughs> Let's not complain until April 7th. Yes, Tammy. That, that, that's my advice to you. April 7th, you go squeal on whoever you want. Meanwhile, you trip them in the hallway. You you spit in their coffee. You do whatever you need I to do, do for you. You do what you need to do quietly. Don't cause any commotion till April 7th. Yes, that's the thing. Is that Interesting. You, you don't want to draw attention to yourself. Yeah, yeah, this. yeah. That's the thing. There is enough. Plus, people love you. People love you. You oh, know I that. I can tell. This is the third time the hallway crap has started. Don't about worry me. about the hallway because the hallway is is it's a small microcosm of the world. Do you understand oh, that? Exactly you have to true. have a bigger picture. Don't get focused on on things you can't control. Because you know what I saw, I saw when Mother Teresa was sick on social media that uh-huh. she was dying, and they were like, people were like. F her, screw right. her. She should have died a long time ago. They like that. People like, are no awful. No matter what you do, you could give out dollar bills and people be upset. You didn't get four quarters. Well, what we learned from social media is just how awful most people are. They're just terrible and saying awful things all the time. On the computer, in person, they're nice people. The problem well, is, is well, you nobody know what they're thinking. could say it to your face. You know what they're thinking now. So when people are saying stuff like, oh, nice to meet you, you know that they're really thinking, oh, I'm jealous of her. Why don't I have what she has today? You think? Yeah. I, yeah you know what? I don't. Here's the best thing I could tell you is I wouldn't worry about what anybody's. Do you know who you are? 
You're very brave. I'm getting there. No, no. You stood. Listen, you stand every day. You tell people about your sexuality. You stand strong and all that stuff. Who cares if someone thinks you wear the same shirt? Maybe you got 27 of those shirts. No one knows. Right? And you pulled the button off of I every would, one of them. That's right. <laughs> Maybe that I would. if that person's got it. Yeah, he is missing a button. That's okay. That's okay, darling. That's why they have safety pins. Did you not see Did you not see Pretty Woman? That woman had a that's marker right. and filled in her boots. Who cares? You are right. You're like Pretty Woman right now where you... You really need Richard Gere to walk down and buy you a bunch of stuff. And who cares? Stuff. You're on radio. I just haven't had sex with anyone. That's the only difference between me and Pretty Woman. What do we care? I, I was on radio for a long what? time. You know what I mean? Like I did. Yeah. A, I, you guys at least get along. What do you got to look good for radio? What's yeah. the difference? What you, is anybody's you business? Wear, you can wear your pajamas to radio. Now, when you did, you get along with the people that you work with. Uh, at first, I did. Here's what yeah. happened. Well, I had a very weird story as a stand-up. Right, I did mm. my very first night of stand-up was sponsored by a radio station, and they hired me to go in and do the morning show. And that guy liked me because I was just a sidekick. But then he left, and I got the show with someone else, someone who had worked their way up through the ranks, right. went to broadcasting school, overnights, weekends, and then morning show. And then he didn't like me. And then when you got to get up at three thirty in the morning in snow to go hang out with someone you don't like, you'd rather punch yourself in the throat. Right. So you're yeah. glad to get out of it. Yeah, I was happy, happy. Then I just went on the road for real. Plus, plus that was even before social media, but people call up and say, you pronounced it wrong. You should die. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, yeah. really? This is really? You should know some of the stuff I do for real if you think me pronouncing Westchester wrong. <laughs> but is, don't you think that's the greatest thing about doing this, that you finally say no one could hurt me no matter what they say after a while? Listen. I grew up, I always joke about it, but I grew up in a family that they were relentless because they knew the truth about you. So they knew what would get you. So for you, a stranger, to think you can come at me because I have a big nose or I got a little chubby or something, what are, what are you going to do to me? You don't know. Come at me when you know about what happened to me in the fourth grade. Right. <laughs> you know? or like when you know about that kind right, of so what happened. Fez, Not that really. I'm just making stuff up. Do you feel knows? better already? I feel better with Tammy being here. Why yes. can Tammy make you feel better? We gave the same advice come almost. On. You know, just trying to be cool, and you wouldn't listen to us. Uh, because there's more enjoyment about it in here. <laughs> that, yeah, you know that I'm being talked about in the hallway. Well, but first of all, don't again you know the rule? Again and again. Do they know Third who you time. are? They're talking about you. First of all, they're talking about you. They also know that it gets to you. Okay? That's right. the other thing. They know that it gets to you. You would think that if they knew that, they would come and say it to me. But Please, no. they don't have the balls to say it to your face. I'm, I'm a, a daughter of a professional football player, so I grew up in a very tough way. Like if I, you know, I, I had my first heartbreak, and my father made me run laps. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's that's a true story. Like you know, so he's like, oh, just you know, shake it off. It's you know. How old were you? Oh, I was fifteen. Right, yeah, that's the worst 15. heartbreak. I don't care uh, what anyone it says. It was horrible, yeah. horrible. Like I, I was supposed to go to a dance with a guy, and I, I was a cheerleader. And I, during the, we were supposed to go to the dance on a Saturday night, and I'm cheering during the game, and I look down in the in the end zone, and he's making out with another girl mm. in the in the end zone of the football game, and I was devastated. And of course, I didn't go to the dance with him. So was so that I your was first heartbreak? Your first real, you know? Oh, I see how crushing. These relationships, things can be. Yeah, yeah, I think so. You know, I didn't really let. I, I often, I didn't let people get close enough to crush me. Yeah. Too much. Plus, I'm crazy, so mm -hmm. I don't think I can let things go. Very. I, I get where you are, Fez. I get that things get in your head. Do they let you let it sit there, right? Oh yeah, it's it's there and it's been simmering since noon today. Well, happiness is a choice. Want to write it down? Get a pen. 
But and but right? so that's... is being anxious and pissed off. And like I think that he's very happy to have something that has him upset. It's a comfortable place for him to go. Well, maybe you're really an Italian mother inside. Right. <laughs> you need to have the drama. Maybe that's maybe that's what it is. Maybe your name is is Conchata or something. Yeah, because somewhere. you haven't heard from when it's nine o'clock, so you scream out the kids are dead. Yeah, something's got it. You, you, the kids are dead. That's what it feels like. Catastrophia. (laughs) (laughs) But is there a thing with you, Fez, that you like to be upset? No, I don't like. Trust me, I would not have preferred to come in here today and find out about this in the first break who of the show. Who told you? First of all, who told you? Chris Stanley. Chris over Stanley there. told me live on the air. Well, look at him. He knew it was going to get to you. <laughs> look at this chooch over there. He, he knew is. You're the a telling chooch. you would ruin the day. <laughs> yeah. you, that's your fault. Really, come in here right he, now. He, come, he needs to go there. Say stuff behind the glass. Get in here right now. If you got the balls, face us now. Come on, don't be sick. Look, he says some stuff from behind the glass, like a big monkey back there, and you don't want to come in here and say it i don't care i don't care if i i, I love you guys already if you, he doesn't book me back this one you have to give no. me a direct phone you're, number you're gonna, we go right to meredith we be go here. around Look him at you. how what do you now let me ask you this yes. this is here now do you mind if i i yes. know that we're just new friends but no, i'll take care of this i'm very comfortable okay so now you had some information mm-hmm. this is not your first day on the job right no it is not okay this was yeah. not you weren't just you do you, I I don't even know this man, but I know this man. Mm-hmm. Did you know that it was going to upset him by the information? I knew it would upset him, but I th- also it's quite funny if someone thinks you're homeless at the office. I mean, it, it's 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 a simple fact. Well, it's funny to you. And <laughs> I told you about everything that I went through last week with people talking about me in the hallways. So yeah. were a completely right. different thing. Okay, yeah. but hold on, Fez, because yeah. really, I promise Take you, ten. I got it. Okay, so listen, because if it doesn't work, I know people. Right. So we'll, we'll make this. Okay. So okay, wait, Chris, but so. What did you think that you were going to get? I mean, what what kind of reaction did you think you were going to get? Did you think about it at all? I thought Fez would be grateful for letting me. Are Fez, you insane? I thought Fez what? would be That's grateful. Right. Are you <laughs> a liar? I thought Fez would be grateful because he feels he's paranoid. People call him paranoid about people talking behind well, his back. he's right. He's not paranoid. He's absolutely spot on correct. I'd call it astute, not paranoia. They apparently are. Tell the truth and maybe you'll get some tasty cakes. I really like tasty cakes. <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> I don't know. I thought... Yeah, well, you, it's not paranoid. Obviously, he's correct. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what your definition of paranoid is, but it's not that exactly what you think is happening is happening. I know Fez can overreact to things. So that's why you would tell him something. Uh, no, it's, that, it's, that people it's think twofold. he's homeless. It's twofold. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> that's exactly why you would drop that information. He I, needs to know, doesn't he? Uh, no, he does not need to know. Well, some... I know this because, Tammy, before the show even started, I walked into the studio and he clammed up immediately. <laughs> I should have known something was going on then. You did know something. <laughs> Because he did stop, and you, I saw your face drop, and then what did you think was going to happen? I didn't, I had no idea. I figured something bad was coming, but I didn't know it was going to be that you know or what? on they, the air. They do oh, this yes. because it gets to you. Yes. That, I'm going to tell you the truth. That's the rule of the whole thing. And I'm going to get to all of them tomorrow, the show. No, tomorrow, you just said you tomorrow, now, I don't think that you, but you knew that you were going to get them. I don't think that you started it, but you knew that this not. was going to be a fun thing to perpetuate. I did not start a rumor that Fez is homeless. No, I was told no, the rumor. but you would help him get the marker and the cardboard to make the sign. <laughs> so that's what you need to do tomorrow. You need to get the marker and the cardboard and you need to come on with the, your own sign. You have to hit this head on. You these look. Who, who, who's talking about you? Why a mutt? Because, seriously, a mutt. Yeah. So what's the point? One of the mutts from Raw Dog. Fine. 
please, I, listen, this is comedy, right? Yeah. Don't you understand? I had a sister-in-law that took everything from my brother. This was about eight years ago. It was my very first Tonight Show. I wrote a joke that humiliated her in public. They can say anything they want about you in the hallway. Were they saying it to 20 people? you got a microphone that reaches <laughs> millions of people. Just say what you want to say. Why do you, don't give them any space in your head. Yeah. No, that, that's why I planned on eliminating their space altogether. Nah, you, you can't don't fire them. You don't want to be that guy. Don't fire them for that. You're not that guy. Just wait. April 7th, I'm telling you. Then do it. Yeah. I'm telling you. First no, of all, you don't do it at all. Well, don't just... do it at all. But I, by April 7th, you'll have forgotten. Yeah. But I'm telling you the truth. You don't want to do all There's no point. What is That's a fight that you, you can't stop because then what are you going to fire everybody? Because someone's going to say something about you all the time. You know that. Not just you. Everybody. When I leave, there are people right now on the radio going, shut that bitch up. Well, you know what? If you're thinking that, screw you. I hope you crash your car. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> What you're I wouldn't mind that happening to the guy. I, I love no. the street sense that you're getting, Fez, because you didn't grow up with any street no sense. No one has oh, no. it. No one has common Southern sense suburbs. anymore. I should really, I'm like a Judge Judy, but for like, the yeah. people, like you just, what, what do you, who cares? Who's the person that said it? Go get him. Chris, come on. You you started this. Go get the person who said it. Go get oh, him. Does he even work now, or is it this I know time of day? I think it's night, he's more of a nighttime Call guy. Call him. Yeah. Call him up. Oh, I, don't we got a phone. Phone. I don't have his phone We have number. that technology. We can use it. We have the technology. Call him up. What Email. are you worried about, Chris? That you're going to be seen as what? A rat? A rat. Yeah. Well, you are. Just so you know. You were. You are. I was giving Fez information. No, no, no. Needed. There was no need. No, for you that. gave the information to me, hoping <laughs> that would come out on the air later. Yeah, the, 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 there was no need for that. You were looking for content. You're a button pusher. That's all. You're That's a button all. pusher. You were looking for no. content. What button am I pushing? Fez's button. Look, he's rubbing his fingers. He's all like, even though we went on talking about, it, you're still truly upset. Yeah, Are you really? I'm, yeah, yeah. Really? I can feel my teeth clenching. But, but they're not your teeth. That's the but beauty of it. What I need to know is <laughs> pay for them. At what? How much does this? This is where it should hurt you. Is this a person that's in your circle that matters? Not what no. you think of him. Doesn't matter anything to me or this company, really. But I'm just. I'm not trying to put worth on the person. But I mean, does he have a worth to you? Okay, not you know, not assigning a worth to him. No, but now he got my attention. Okay, so maybe that's he what maybe he likes today. you. So walk right up to him tomorrow and kiss him. How about that's that? That's not going to go over big. <laughs> yeah, because well, the next the person, yeah. hear me clearly. The next person who says something about Fez, we are now hearing here. Here we go. We're saying it right now. Fair warning, you're going to get kissed right on the mouth, and that's that's it. Don't this is like a sign mouth. off. Yeah, wherever drop you want. Drop it down. Yep, drop it down, drop it low. Turkey, that would show baby. Them. Let's yeah. go. Let's go. This is what, see, her attitude is what you need, too, Fuss. You want to call me? If you don't want to use it, she just came in and owned the room. She owned the room, well, grabbed the mic, and owned the room. It's I feel beautiful. bad. I feel you hurting, and I don't want you to hurt. You know what I mean? That's what is the point? That's my the antithesis of my job is to make people She's feel better hit. and laugh. You know, look at you. You're a fun hater, Chris. Look at you. <laughs> what do I love? You fun. should You know what I'm face. starting to see you, you in a whole new light. Oh, this, I'm, I'm, I'm not ashamed of myself. No. The, you should look at yourself and make a face at yourself. <laughs> no. You should look in the mirror and stick your tongue out. I feel great. What's wrong with you? 
I don't know what's wrong. I'm I, not, I maybe I'm having that. this attitude because I'm sitting in the Jim Norton chair. I don't know. <laughs> 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 you, should go, you should go home and choke yourself to death and then pass out and breathe and do it again. <laughs> it actually would be I'm an idea for you right now. And I'm glad that a light has shined on who you truly are well, here today. Uh, I, I'm a good person. I'm I, sure I, that I'm you letting, are. getting information out there. I'm sure that you're a good person. But, you know, Thank you, you. You, you have to think about what you do. Is there anything that you know that you'd like to share with Chris that people have said about him? How about that, Fez? Let's handle it in the middle. Is there anything that you know that you've perhaps not told Chris because you were afraid it would hurt fair. his fa- right. feelings? Do you have anything that you'd like to share? I think I've sh- I think I was nice enough to go to Chris and let him know he's being watched. He's being under uh, reviewed in this building. Do you have tinfoil to put around your ears so no one can hear you, Chris? Because if you're being watched, perhaps it's aliens. Did that actually happen? Was he the one who went to you? No, it was you. It was Ron. <laughs> I didn't want to point that out. You live in a fucking dream world. Well, that's well, okay. Now that made him sad. And if people were talking shit sad? about me, I yeah. wouldn't care. I was like, let them talk shit you about me. You care about this. But that's not talking shit. But I don't think so. I don't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I really wouldn't let it get to you. I mean, you have to brush that off. First of all, do they know who you are? What are you going to do when they what, stop talking about you? What is the center of the whole thing? What does it mean bigger than just this one thing? Um, I think it's that... He's always felt ostracized and never fully accepted for who he is. Is that it? There's a lot of that. There's a lot of things that are really, that I'm, that are fucked up about me, that I don't need fake ones put on top of it. Well, what are the real things that this, that this hits? What really bothers you? The anxiety. What does yeah. Fez depression. feel? What does Fez feel? Well, we, we, listen, first of all, if people don't feel depressed right now in all this, this horrible weather, I mean, there's so much snow. It won't mm-hmm. stop. You're afraid to be a midget. Like, I don't even understand how people walk around. It's too much snow. It's, it's, it's gotta be so, it's so yeah, depressing. This is my anxiety right now, too. And I don't know if anyone else, but when this snow melts, they're gonna find that body. And then they're going to wonder, you know, how did that Always. end up there? Shit. Yeah, well, every Should day. you say this on the air? Huh? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah it's but... in the snowbank, but that's okay. You oh, can you know what? I'm going to say this uh, radio joke. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to do a radio right. joke. Oh, yeah. But okay. I can do it. Yeah. You know what? We're deflecting. <laughs> Something's actually bothering you. Something beyond what you're saying is bothering you. No, it's a, it's a buildup from last week. Which I've tried to get past, and now this just put me right back where that was. To some degree, without really rehashing it, fill me in on that backstory, because I I missed that part. I apologize. For the third time that since I've since the show has come to this building, people aren't saying things to me. They're going around to other people to say things behind my back. See, you're being generalized. Can this specific thing be said on the air right now? No, uh, from last week. Yeah, no. Can you say it in Pig Latin? I will. Um, I was going to write Ink it down. For her. I was okay. That's fine, but I was asked not to talk about it. Oh, okay. oh, well, then I'll tell her during the commercial. Yeah, that's okay. Because you were going to say when you hear it. Well, yeah, of course you had to jump at that because yeah. you yourself would say yes. I'll jump at that Listen, right I'm now. A, I'm a reactionary. Yeah. Trust me. I don't. I'm never one that really starts, but I often have a hard time with my reactions. To right. Things. But see, here's the thing. I didn't give a shit who was mad. You know what I mean? To me. Uh, this came up. I said, yes, I don't care what the consequences are. And when the consequences are around, I'm like, you're nuts. But Fez took it really personal that Aww. people got mad. Well, that's what makes you, you... Can you understand that that's what makes you unique? That's what makes you... He doesn't want able to be to, unique. That, well, but that's how you're able to 
people can connect to you. I walked right in and I felt like I was your friend only from listening. I'd never met you before. Yeah. So you're, you're all heart. But sometimes those people take advantage of that. Sure they will. So you, you have to figure out how to emotionally punch them in the dick and like literally just be done with it. If you have to visualize it, whatever you have to do, you could do this. Come on. You you could do this. There's no point in that. And I know guys who will knock people out for a sandwich. So if that's something that you're looking right. for, that's, you know, look at Chris. Here's the problem. We won't give up. We like won't sandwiches. get the sandwich to get it. That's the problem with us. We'll go, no, we'd rather have the sandwich. See, Fez, all this talk you can do, but something, you know, at the end of the day, it all comes back to food. Yeah, at some point, <laughs> Italian, right? I think that you don't mind feeling this way. You don't mind feeling upset. Yeah, don't victimize yourself. They didn't do anything but talk. It, words have no power yeah. unless you give them to them. Right? Well, I think the uniqueness is a problem that I have because if I wanted to feel unique, I would say, yes, I'm the only homeless radio host here in the building. Oh, right. stop it. No one knows. You. Every, no one believes you're homeless. So that you can set aside. There's not a soul around here that believes you're homeless. Oh, see, I think they really do. No, I think whoever started it. Well, then they're delusional. How about that? Does that make so are they going to get upset because I said they're delusional? People are delusional. People don't want to hear that they're delusional, but lots of people are delusional. There are things that are going to happen. You can't. You can't focus on that. You have to shake it off. You have to. You have to. This is like a frat. You have to understand you got to. that you that you got. Pr- sometimes you get pranked. Sometimes you pull the prank. It just is what it is. You you got to shake it off, right? Yeah, of course. You have to. Focus You're Michael on Sam now. Stuff. You're going to stand up. You're Jackie Robinson. Yeah. You 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 you're gonna allow them to it take your joy. It does feel anti-gay when they start uh, when the hallways start talking like this. What do they say? Well, it's you know it's focusing on anything that might be peculiar about me. I don't me. think that it's anti-gay. And that they starts just with know the that gayness. They can get to you. The thing I is, I think that they can. I think they think they can get to you. That would make total sense. What you're saying, Fez, if we didn't have an entire gay radio station six feet away who just has a ball here, right? And did you see they the boy? Ne- the, the boy that, that helped it. me with the the uh, the headphones. Did you see the lips on that kid? Yeah. Oh my god, they were oh, beautiful. Yeah. 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 Those are those are beautiful. Lips, you know what, so Shelby? Just anything. run in for one second because I have. Come on, come on in here for come one on, second. Look how pretty those lips yeah, are. Yeah, he is. He's gorgeous. God, yeah. He's gorgeous. He's. Yeah. Um, <laughs> look at you. You're having pretty. If I, it, seriously, if I ever go to jail, I'm going to say Shelby did it with me, just so that I could have somebody to be with. Listen, but, honey, if I ever go to jail, it'll be for nothing less than murder. <laughs> Tax evasion, I'm killing seven people on the way out. You take them all on the way out? <laughs> right, that's, that's how it goes. Now, Look at those lips. Would, beautiful. But, but would you want those lips yourself? I don't think I would know what to do with them. I think they come with a lot of pressure. They do. I don't know what to do with them. <laughs> but They're here's beautiful. the other thing. Not even... You're the only person in this room that could maybe combat Tammy on eyes, too. So he's got the really yeah, pretty gorgeous. girl eyes and the really pretty girl lips. Yeah, he's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, he knows he's beautiful. Look at him. Yeah. Let's, you know, just Aww, before we go any further, because we just get so embarrassed. This happens all the time when people come in, guys or, or girls will just say, uh, he's, he's gorgeous. And you haven't been on a date in how long, Shelby? Uh, it's a while. No, he's a yeah. baby. He boy. can't so date cute. people the same right? age. He's not even, are you, what are you here from a high school project? Yeah. <laughs> how old are you, Shelby? You're 23? You yeah. Your senior internship? He's 23. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, you get carded for cigarettes, don't you? I get carded everything soda. Oh, can I just give you a thing that might help? That was a Bloomberg thing. Um, (laughs) Now you'll be okay. Have you ever thought of coming to work in a halter top? Because that could be (laughs) the thing that finally puts you over the top. 
Okay. You know, that could work. Let's, Let's just take a look there. at the belly button. While we're doing this, let's just get a quick look at the belly button. Boy shorts. You know, Anyone guess in or out? That's too much. I'm pretending. Oh, I'm, I'm guessing Audi. Audi. No, no, you don't have to. Any. It's it's an any. I'm going to say any with just a, it's little, a little hump, but a little, a little tiny bit of limp. Lint, just a little bit no, of lint. No, I keep it clean. I get out. a little creepy. I keep it clean. Ron, Ron get like in a, there. A pedophile probably, gnome. Probably stinks. I've heard that so many times in my life. He's a pedophile gnome. Please, um, <laughs> don't, it's okay, honey. You don't have to be on display anymore. Now I have to protect this kid. Here's see, my, we deflected. Thanks. We did. We deflected. You see, thank you. You were strong. You took it. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And you're it's usually voice. a lot more vulgar. Thank Here's you. Uh, oh, Mark in Tallahassee. Genius Ron Bennington yeah. has amazing talent of Tammy Pescatelli in the studio, and he's wasting it on the same old Fez bullshit. Fez, reach down, grab your nuts, fucking get over it. We're tired of hearing about your bullshit. I didn't bring it up today. Yeah, it's it's really you. I have to say, I didn't start it in the hallway. I I have nothing to do with this. You're very kind to say something nice about me, but I I care about him. You know what are you gonna do if you were having a hard time down in Tallahassee? I would I would try to help you out for the few seconds I saw you if we had an interaction, right? Absolutely. Right? Right. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah. Like I if you broke up it. with your sister and you weren't... <laughs> no, I didn't tell Hassie. That's if, that's if you ran out of oil for your car, right? That's right. a big, big NASCAR area. That's fun down well, there. Well, Tallahassee, where's that, in the Panhandle? Yeah, that's yeah, fun. Yeah, it's right at the beginning of the Panhandle. Yeah, it's a different part of oh, Florida. Oh, Jacksonville is where you had a little Jacksonville, trouble. Jacksonville, I had the, the prostitute that threw the glass at me. Yeah. She really was a convicted prostitute, so I can say it. Did, uh, did she ever get... And any trouble for that? Or? You know, eventually they did. I mean, I wasn't looking. To, they were like, you want to sue her? What am I going to sue right. her for? What? You know what I mean? Like, I'm not looking for that. It's just you don't. She threw a glass at my head and hit me in the head with a glass in front of 200 people. And they were like, it was the the hard part was it was the week of Daniel Tosh's uh, having to apologize for a rape joke. Right. And a week after, two weeks after Trayvon Martin. And when, when all these people wanted her arrested, not even me, like patrons wanted her arrested. The cops said, oh, well, we weren't there. So we didn't see it so we can't arrest her and i'm like you gotta be you gotta be kidding stand your ground so if i wear a short skirt and a hoodie uh will i get raped and shot tomorrow on stage because <laughs> maybe I, i've been married for a long time it sounds like it might be a party I, at least at least is it cheating really if it's rape i'm not sure so it's unbelievable, though. <laughs> I know, that's horrible. I'm sorry, women's group. Stop typing now. I, I don't know. And I would, by the way, I think that you would be, it, it's not cheating if it's rape. That's yeah, just my I, own personal I, thing. My own personal thing, and I might be going out on a limb here. It's not. Well, that's why I moved from Cleveland. I'm originally from Cleveland, and I, w- I was single in Cleveland my whole life, you know. And when I went to L.A., Cleveland that year had the highest percentage of date rate, but the lowest amount of single men. So I said, well, I I can't get a date, but I could get laid. So, <laughs> so maybe that would work. Poor Cleveland, everything that they've been going through. It's, it's like, I, I don't know what the hell happened over there. They got... I love it. That's my home. Yeah. Like, you can't say anything about it. The Browns, that's my team. It's like picking on the slow kid in the neighborhood. Like, I right. I will fight for them. It, it is ridiculous. You don't even get mad at the Browns anymore. You get mad at yourself. <laughs> like, I knew they sucked. I don't know why. And I'm going to coach next year, so at least maybe it'll turn around. <laughs> Um, I don't. I don't know the whole. I don't know what happened. They got gambling. They fought gambling for a long time because they said it'd bring a bad element to Cleveland. Clearly, <laughs> <laughs> you have never been to Cleveland, but it's my hometown, so I can't. You Absolutely. Know. 
Absolutely. In that entire area right now, you know, uh, Youngstown, whatever, they've just been struggling for so long. Yeah, that's all they know. so long. It's a way of life. You know how, like, Boston, when the Red Sox won, Mm -hmm. people died of heart attacks like crazy when they finally won the World Series? I don't. I think Cleveland would actually just get sucked into the vortex if we ever had one successful, amazing thing happen. It doesn't. It would just. Fall, it would be a giant sinkhole. Would just open up and Lake Erie would expand. <laughs> this is like one of the saddest things too, because most of the people I know from Cleveland don't live there anymore, but talk about Cleveland almost on a daily basis. I try to listen. I go. I actually left Los Angeles. I got uh, pregnant. I got married, and and. Uh, in the reverse order, but what does it matter anymore? Horse rule the world, apparently. Um, I watch MTV and see all the stupid shows. Um, but I, I, we left, we left Los Angeles and we moved back about an hour from where I grew up and it, just trying to have a normal life for my kid, you know? But, mm-hmm. I try to participate. It's just very hard. It's very hard. Yeah. Well, you got the two worst, like between basketball and football. It's a nightmare what those two organizations and done. Baseball. And then baseball. Only works when they play the movie. <laughs> yeah. When they play Major League. <laughs> then they get inspired for a little bit. And then, it, you know, when Charlie Sheen is our premier player, you know, like people still think he plays for the Indians. I think there's a football movie coming out about Cleveland where they win it all again, too. Um, Kevin Costner's doing something, right? Stop. No, Kevin Costner is that the one with the aliens in the field in the crop circle? It's called Draft Day, and he's the Browns GM. Well, if they build it, if he builds it, they will come, I guess. I have no idea. Tammy Pescadelli is hanging out with us in studio, playing comics at Foxwoods in Connecticut. That's tomorrow through Sunday. And then also the Funny Bone in Des Moines, Iowa. That's uh, next week, the nineteenth through the twenty second. Yeah, yeah. If I can get to, if I can get to Foxwoods, I hope so. This yeah, it's gonna be yeah. ugly, man. Although it's is it hitting down south now? Yeah, it hit it down yeah. south this morning, yeah. and moving into the northeast tonight. Snow and ice. I don't even know. Where's Al Gore? I'd like to find him and punch him right in the dick. He is uh, global warming efforts. He's made like, I think, $100 million. Off the internet that he invented? Yeah, off all the stuff. <laughs> He's just chilling now. He's giving up on us all. <laughs> Since he invented the internet, you mean? Here's uh, Chris. Chris, you're on Running Fest Show. Hey, Ronnie B. I yeah. like old Tammy. She's cool, man. Uh, this ain't the Thank first you. time that... Uh, Fed has been accused of being homeless. Wasn't he? Uh, didn't the media or something think he was homeless at the uh, homeless shopping spree? Oh, I forgot back? about that. We're going right. a when um, <laughs> they put you on CNN as a homeless person. I can understand CNN making the mistake, uh, not people just spreading vicious rumors in the hallway. Well, maybe they. You can't even. Maybe they want it. Maybe you know what happened. Maybe the person was homophobic. And mm. wanted to say that you were a homo set, and then you someone walked up, they realized what they were going to say, right. and get fired, and they said homeless, homeless. Maybe well, they tried to correct themselves right. so they could keep their job for HR. Well, I haven't come. I mean, I haven't dated anyone since I've come out, so I am homeless. How many? See, people? there you go. All right. How many? I'll make somebody make a T-shirt right now. You can homeless. print that up. That's your job, there, Chris. <laughs> Tomorrow, I need a T-shirt for him. I hold that sign in the West Village. I'm homeless. Where I live. That's wonderful. Do you really live there, or are you up in the office? No, I Should live in the West Village. Should we have a party? Let's let's we can we can gather. We can just get a flash mob right now outside your house. 
I would love to see it, Fez. We could do it. Now, Fez, you said you didn't date after you came out. Did you date before? No. Okay. Well, then a lot of trouble everything dating. is status quo. Yeah, a lot of trouble dating. <laughs> what about that drifter you bought a sandwich? All right. Why do you get... Look, see, see what he's look doing? At, see? He's fucking trying to lying. Do. He's poking yeah. the lion. He's po- just, did you yeah. not see Life of Pi? No, really, <laughs> you won't get eaten on the boat, okay? Listen to me. Listen to me. Where are you from, Chris? Astoria, Queens. Uh-huh. Mm. That's because you're not that far from home. No. No, it's right? great just being from Astoria. It's the best. Yeah, I said, I said you're not that far from home. That's why you have. That's why you can poke, because you have family behind you. You have the people <laughs> you went to high school with that can give you a ride home from somewhere. You can call for jail money. That's right. the problem. No, Poor Fezzi's here. He's not from here originally, so no. who's he going to call? He doesn't have the support system than you do, so be a little bit kinder. Okay. Uh, how many people do you feel like if you got in trouble tonight outside of this room, how many people in New York do you think you could give a call to? Outside of this room? Yeah. None. Bail money. Mm-hmm. That's a real friend. I'm telling you, that's a 3 a.m. friend. One. Bail money. No. Everyone that I would call would be in this room. Wow. Including Tam. I'll give you my number. Yeah. I won't be here, but I'll, no. I'll send it. I, can I don't wire. have much Just- money to bail you out. He'll just, don't call Chris, he'll just tell you what other people think about you being in prison. Let me tell you this, no. when you went to jail, who did your chick call? Fez. That's right. What'd you yeah. go to jail for there, sunshine? There's, there's no reason to go into details. Soliciting? <laughs> Old warrants, alright? That's all I'm gonna say. Old warrants. I watch Law & Order SVU, I'm familiar, what was the case file? He, he molested a kid. <laughs> I didn't molest any children. Don't, don't say tell us what it really don't was. Say, <laughs> don't, say, don't say that. Fezzy, doesn't that make you feel better? Look what we just said about him. That's way worse than homeless. And it will be believed. That's way worse than homeless. But see, look what he did when I said laughing, that. He's laughing, because everybody yeah, knows yeah. that's ridiculous, right. I think. Yeah, just like yeah, it's it ridiculous is. that you're homeless. Yes. I haven't seen. Do you make movies? Have you adopted a lot of kids? No, do you I, have an Asian sixteen-year-old wife? I don't like children. Because then I'll, it depends on what level of that I believe the story. Yeah. What do you think of the mail-order wife thing? I just saw something on TV about that. How's that different than prostitution? I'm just happy someone is fucking them. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> just kind of true. <laughs> it's ninety days is the new TV show where they ship the chicks over and then they follow the women and because these women have like ninety days before they ship. They have to marry Isn't the dude. Isn't it wonderful that these girls are getting everything they want? They're getting their green card. They're getting some fat husband yeah. that they've been knowing that they were going to play, and now they're getting to be on television and they'll get an agent. I have worked for twenty years <laughs> to have career and write material, right. and this little this little princess is going to come over here and get a, a deal with seven jeans. <laughs> Isn't that shocking though when you think of how much you put into your career and then you see that they they give people money who buy fucking bus lockers and open it up to see what's inside. Uh, it's nuts what TV is. I enjoy stuff like that to yeah. some degree. But what what I hate is then like it what happens is at the network level they forget that when they have real talent that they don't have to do that to them right. and you see people who are talented and you go why are they going to get their eyebrows waxed mm-hmm. like i had a reality show for a little bit that i created and like the producers just kept coming to me with ideas like oh you should go to a sex toy store with your <laughs> husband and run into your mother and your mother-in-law oh yeah that's what i should do you dumb son of a bitch you should do that that's what you should do that why don't Pitch me anything the Kardashians are right. doing. You know? And we know that's not reality TV now. It's not real. Of you course. I mean? Otherwise, it's a documentary, dummies. That's yeah. like when people believe it to heart. Oh, I saw it on TV. It must be real. You know? Well, although some stuff is. Some stuff 
is real. Like, you see those rumors about people, the alleged, like, the Bruce Jenner allegedly becoming a woman and yeah. stuff like that. That's got to be real, because those Kardashians run those rag magazines. If that wasn't real, all the mother, all the, the, the Nazi dictator mother would have to say is, I'm not having my kids do one more interview with you. You know, the, the strange thing about that story with Bruce is the weirdest thing about the sex change is having your... Adam's apple shaved. Like the fact that he's going in there and let someone painful. cut into his Adam's apple when you know that can fuck up your voice and everything else. Yeah. You're like, hey, that, that's worse than lopping your dick off in some if ways. If he wants to be oh. happy, who am I to stand up? But I will tell you this it's not so unique that he has breasts because big boobs run mm-hmm. in my family, which sucks <laughs> for my brothers. But still, it's, it's one of those things, you know? I mean, what are you going to so do? So you believe Bruce Jenner is on his way to becoming. I think, I think by default he must be. Allegedly, yeah. okay, to cover everybody's bases because I know that, that that woman is a master manipulator of the media. And no matter, even if she's getting a divorce from him, he's still father of her kids, right? Right. So, by default, if she didn't want them to say something awful about him, all she would have to say is, none of my children that I whore out to you on a regular basis for interviews will speak to you again, and they would all shut it down. Wow. Think about it. The moment they were done with Lamar Odin... Every Odom, oh, everybody, yeah. everybody found out he was a crackhead. Listen, he was obviously a crackhead in Dallas, yeah. but no one told anybody. Yeah. Allegedly, yeah, he was disappearing from that team. What, two Cuban, years ago, Cuban was pissing him yeah. all the time. Right. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, but they covered it. They were good. What happened to the good old days when people would cover things when you could make mistakes? Right, and they would cover, would cover up for, for you. you. Well, look, even in sports, people like the reporters used to dr- drive like Mickey Mantle home and put him to bed, and yeah. then not write about it the next day. Yeah, because the, the, there's something. That's what when I see like the Justin Bieber and stuff. Like, right. I mean, you know, look, there's no excuse. But the truth is, is that stuff we all did in the Absolutely. confines of of middle school. But mm-hmm. he was selling out arenas, so, and, and when he was in middle school, so he didn't have time to do it. Now all these people. This that's why they're all having nervous breakdowns because there's so much scrutiny. Yeah, there, there's got to be tremendous stress to by the time you get to that Miley Cyrus, Justin Bieber type strain. That's when you're a kid. Yeah, well, that's what I love about my career and its mediocrity. Mm-hmm. You know, I get my bills paid, but I have no scrutiny. That's right, wonderful. you can walk down the street. Yeah, it's no one cares if you're buying or something on. <laughs> Off the, she bought that off the rack. Well, where yeah, the who fuck? cares? Where did I you mean, think I was going to get it? Yeah, how much are you going to spend for everything? You're lucky I didn't get it at a garage sale, you son of a bitch. I'll do it. I don't I, care. I saw a thing in the new, in uh, one of the magazines where they were showing that women wore the same clothes more than once. I'm oh. like, what are they supposed to do? Throw out their fucking clothes? Maybe they're homeless. Huh, Fez? Oh, huh? Oh, huh? Oh, See how we brought sense. it Start back? Start that about them. See, there you yeah. go. Did I come back See? to you again, Fez? We, oh, yeah, right now. But I'm trying to make him laugh. See, that's we're doing it. I see it in your face. I know you want to be happy. No, go- it just made me start thinking about this place again. Oh, let it go. I thought this is a good place. Do you want to leave? Because you you can you, you yeah. can right you you can leave. Oh That's- no, it won't be me leaving. Well, and you're back to that guy again. No, I'm sorry, yeah, he's not Here a regular guy. No, he's not a regular guy when you do. Got to be a regular guy, guy. Like, look, Chris has already forgot about the kid touching joke I gave him. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, so there's some, some kids real, more real. <laughs> Meanwhile, don't Meanwhile, say that part. Don't. You think he's forgotten? He's actually yeah. online applying for a gun permit at Walmart as we speak. Right. <laughs> if not on Reddit during the old fucking jailbait thing that you would leave <laughs> that, up here. That section's closed. Okay. You know what, Fez? I want you to do something. Here's what I want you to do. What's that? I want you. This is your homework. 
Mark, that by the next time I come back, if you have me, if you're so kind to have me back, I want you to go home right now. I want you to buy. I'll buy it to you. Give me your email. I'll send it to you. I'll gift it to you on iTunes. I will gift you uh, Taken. And I want you to rehearse the Liam Neeson speech. When someone, when they stole his, his daughter and he said, I don't know what you want. I don't know this verbatim yet, but you will. <laughs> I don't know if you want a ransom. I don't have money. But what I do have is a certain set of skills. Skills that are a nightmare to someone like you. If you let my daughter go now, I will not harm you. If you don't, I will find you. I will hunt you down and I will kill you. And that's what you have to say to yourself. And then you feel like you got big balls and you're pumped up and no one can bother you. You do know that you can say a million things about that person. But as soon as you lose and get all upset and like you, you lose your regular killer instinct when you do that. Yeah, but I also can't say I would I would kill him. No, but you in your head, in you your say head, that to yourself on the air, yeah, you whatever you want to do. Do you think the queen look at that queen? Look at the queen of England over there. Do you think she cares what anybody says about her? They've been talking about her, that she looks like the guy from the oatmeal box. Do you say that her kids are all one uglier than another? That the new princess comes in and has, is way hotter than she ever was? I mean, come on. Do you think that she cares what anybody says? Look at it. They said she had a high fever and pissed herself. She really? Peed oh no, I was thinking Who of Jenny. Who among us have no. I was thinking of Jenny. Hyde. Right, that was told to me. Who has not peed herself? Who among us? Raise your hands if you have not. I I sneezed the other day and peed myself. What are you going to do? Chris, I, I know you drink a lot. Oh yeah. yeah, when I drink and take a lot of cold medication, I'll piss myself. So why are you doing like that together? Vomit? Because I I might be sick, but I might also want to go out and have some cocktails. <laughs> For okay. cheesy. That's right. why, because he's, he's got a little scissor. Scissor. How do you say that? Scissor. What is it called? It's scissor. Scissor. It's codeine cough medicine, codeine cough syrup, and Sprite, and it's great. Yeah. And that's what I would call a it's, homeless drug. No, it's, it's called a rape cocktail. That's what it is. It's a oh my god, don't put it there cocktail. Yeah. That's what it is. It's a guy rape cocktail because I can't imagine a woman doing it. it Shelby, cover your drink. Cover your drink, sweet lips. <laughs> Two things: cover your drinks and then your balls because you're adorable today. Yeah, you got to sleep with a cup on. Yeah, <laughs> one eye open. Oh, oh God! Oh, yeah, that, oh. that went creepy. Yeah, yeah. 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 disgusting. Yeah, you can't help it. You can't so, help it. So they see a little turn into, guy. Yeah, turn into a little fucking creep around no, them. I don't, mean <laughs> oh, I don't know what's going on. I've become really dirty in my head lately. That's good though. No, not really that dirty. Expand, no, it expands your act a little. Uh, bit. I grew up with all boys. Yeah, yeah. and now I've had to kind of. Delve into that. I'm doing yeah. that Jenny McCarthy, that dirty, sexy, funny thing. Oh yeah. So yeah. So we've been having a a, a lot of fun with that because right. it's different than my regular act. My regular act, mm -hmm. I just filmed a special and I got rid of all that material. You know, once you put it out there, it's done. It's out there. So now I'm trying to come up with new stuff, and I've noticed it's becoming a little bit dirtier. But I'm also this is what I do, so I know how to pull well, it back. Being with Jenny, got to do that too because she's always, you know, what I mean, been pretty edgy. She's, but you know what it is. She really just is who she is. Yeah. You know, she's just who she is and she owns it and not afraid to say it. And I, I, I'm really, she's really, I'm going to tell you something and this, this could piss off a lot of people, but I'll be happy to tell you the truth. Sure. I've been in this industry 20 years. There has not been one female comedian of any stature that put a group of female comedians together and said, let's do a special. Chelsea Handler allows some women on her panel and she takes them on tour and that's admirable, but she takes guys too. There has never been, and women have been in constant turmoil of this comic says women aren't funny or 
big head Jerry Lewis says women aren't funny or this one or that one. If one, that's because one woman has, who has broken through has never stood and said, I'm going to take these broads with me and you're going to see that they're funny. Jenny McCarthy, who is not a comic, did that. And that is so admirable. I mean, really. So you, and she's a hot chick. Like she mm-hmm. doesn't, she doesn't, she could have just have, done the quite modeling yeah, thing, then the actress thing. She doesn't need yeah. me and my ridiculous double chin and, and, you know, my, in my big nose around to say anything to make people laugh. She's got her own stuff. You know? So why do you think that there hasn't been a woman comic who said, all right, I got the door open, let's bring a lot more people through? I think because you're always jockeying for position in this industry. Right. And you have to come to a certain place where you're not threatened. Right. You that, have to but not, that's because you buy into somebody else's rules. You know what I mean? That's because they allow you right. to feel like you're always threatened and you got to do the next, the next, the next. I don't know why. I do uh, appreciate... Um, and now I'm not talking about like Whoopi did a, a tribute to Moms Mabley. That's different. Whoopi was never a stand-up comic. Right. I'm talking about there are people that you know that you're thinking of right now mm-hmm. that that never that had wonderful television shows that had a, that were pure stand-up comics that worked the same club in Des Moines that I'm going to in next week and Funny and it made it yeah and made it to a level that everybody in the world knows them and never said, you know what, I'm right. going to reach back and pull some of these broads up because I know how hard it is. Did I mean, I never tried to be a female comic, don't get me wrong. Yeah. I never tried. I never played the chick card. I never slept, I, I never slept with anybody who could help my career, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But you still <laughs> felt that there was somewhat of a glass ceiling. It felt like, you know, oh, because I remember even years ago, it would be like one girl per show. If you had a, a girl on the show, you would not yeah. hire another one. Yeah. Well, well, that may that may be part of it. I have to mm-hmm. be honest with you, Ron. Like that because we never really got to see each other because you work right. parallel. Okay, so yeah. there's never a camaraderie. But like my best friend is Kathleen Madigan. You yeah. know, I mean, one of the funniest comics that there is. You Scary, know, funny, yeah, frightening. Be, but I will, if I could venture to put myself in that category, which I'm not. But what what we bond on is that we don't tell jokes as women. We just tell jokes as jokes. Now I am a woman, mm-hmm. but that's just the. It's a different perspective. But it's also, not guys be. don't tell jokes as guys. They tell jokes yeah. as themselves. So that's already yeah. the position. Like, yeah. most guys don't think that... Well, particularly if you're a white guy, at no point do I ever think, oh, I'm representing white guys. Yeah. Or that white guy some say... Some guys. There's some guys that are doing the, you know, the alternative. Oh, my balls got low or, you know, whatever. Right. But, I mean, I can't tell that joke. But that's it's not stupid. It's not like I ever watch TV and see a white guy get made fun of and I feel like... Oh, that's a reflection of me. It's an attack on me. Like, Fez, if you see something with a gay guy getting attacked, you always take it personal. Yeah, very personally, but right away. It never occurs to me because I never had to carry any kind of minority status. Well, I'll tell you where that comes into play, too. It just depends. Like, so uh, I saw 12 Years a Slave, mm-hmm. right? Very powerful movie. Okay, right? Very powerful. Yeah. And I saw it with a, a friend of mine, and we ha- or had a discussion about it. And... She said, I hate when we watch that because I, I, when I watch things like that, because even though it's very historical and we need to know it, like I feel guilt about it. She's like a white girl. And I go, I don't. And I, not that I don't feel respect for the plight, but my people weren't in this country. My grandfather didn't even come here right. until 1942. Yeah. <laughs> it was way over. You're so from the 50s I don't on. carry that. I can carry, I can have empathy and respect right. for, for the, the, the situation. 
and and you know reverence but it's my people didn't do it they were over in italy right you you know you probably should feel bad if you hear about some gangland slangs you're like oh there's <laughs> there's my people again right i felt bad for the people who sold the the cases of olive oil and there were really water inside yeah. that's what i feel bad you for the people who got fellas. ripped up for that great olive oil strip in 1947 <laughs> that had nothing to do with my grandfather did you see 12 years of slave chris i haven't seen it yet no. i saw the first 11 years no. and it was so sad. I'm hoping <laughs> this last year gets <laughs> a little 12th, better. The 12th year. I was actually. Really you know what I was now. really mad about in that movie is that he fucking got on the train and went oh, down to Wait a second. DC. Stop a second. Are you going to ruin the movie? Are you my mother? No. Are you my? Are you going to ruin it? Is this a spoiler? No. All? It starts with this. He yes. goes close enough to the. He lives yes. upstate New York. Yeah. And then goes close enough to the south to get snagged. And that had me crazy because I'd be far away from the border. He had obviously no clue what was going on. You know, it's not like they have the internet now to really see how bad the conditions were back then but he's living upstate as a free man he knows if he goes down south he's a black dude he's going to be a slave yeah or would not be considered free there but no and then was, he goes to dc but no one was tweeting the conditions back then how horrible it was you know what i mean no one talked about i don't give I don't a shit he got it. if everything went off i would find out where i would be a slave that would be, is, that would be the first <laughs> thing on me listen, back then. I, I love it in the south but listen even sometimes i'm afraid to go down in the south sure. right now i'm a little brown-skinned girl sometimes yeah. compared to who's in the town but like if, <laughs> if i was a mouse and i never saw an eagle before I'd start running. That's what I'm saying. I wouldn't need, need anybody to tell me that's the fucked up part of town. You know, if I walk into a biker bar, I just start to slide back out. Like, yeah, oh, I, I, I understand. Listen, I'm from Cleveland. I'm not living in a shed in someone's backyard for the rest of my damn life. I don't want to live underneath someone's bed. I get what you're saying. Well, it was fantastic having you here Thank today. you for having me. On that note, you, yeah. and your, you and your rape and your slave jokes and your kidnapping <laughs> and your human slavery things, we'd like to see you another well, time. next time you come back, we're not going to have you fix anything for us. Yeah, you know, listen, you can do it, though. You can, yeah. you can do it on your own. Remember, happiness is a choice. And the Taken. Tammy Pescatelli, this weekend, starting tomorrow at Comics at Foxwoods in Connecticut. Then next weekend, the 19th through the 22nd, The Funny Bone in Des Moines, Iowa. And you can find her special, Finding the Funny, that's available on iTunes at Tammy Pescatelli on Twitter. It's the Ron and Fez Show. On and Fez On Raw Dog Raw Dog, Raw Dog. Serious XM Com- Comedy It's Channel 99 On the Ron and Fez Show We discovered the one thing That all human beings have in common Every person on the planet Can make a machine gun sound But every single one of them is different No person sounds alike But we always know it's a machine gun Listen to all of our callers As they try to make their best machine gun sound Then you make one at home Jason, North Dakota Your machine gun sound Al in Iowa What's your machine gun sound? <laughs> Dan, what's your machine gun sound? Roger in Illinois Your machine gun sound Ringo in Chicago What's your machine gun sound? Brendan in Long Island What's your machine gun sound? Sergio in Manhattan, what's your machine gun sound? Brad in New Mexico, what's your machine gun sound? Mike in Queens, what's your machine gun sound? 
David, let me hear your machine gun sound. Tell my wife I love her. The Ron and Fez Show, weekdays starting at noon Eastern. On Raw Dog, Sirius XM Comedy Hits 99. Ron and Fez on Raw Dog. Sirius XM Comedy Hits Channel 99. It's the Ron and Fez Show. Uh, is that a Chris Stanley promo? That's Chris Stanley promo. All right, Chris Stanley, I have this bag of Tasty Cakes. Yeah? And I'm going to give you <clears throat> a Snowballs. Two coconut marshmallow-covered cream-filled <laughs> chocolate cakes. So that that's for you. You can eat it here at work or take it home. Okay, you eat here at work? Yeah, let me just check to make sure there are not any more Snowballs to give you. This That's an uncomfortable thing to say. No, the rest of them look pretty good. <laughs> uh, here's a candy bar uh, cake. I'm not sure what that is. I never saw that before. It's like a new product of Tasty Cake. Um, here's the peanut butter candy cakes that goes to me. Oh, love peanut butter. Here's a cream cake that has no icing. You might be getting this. <laughs> really hoping for. Yeah, check that out. I want butterscotch. Uh, Shelby, you did a lifeboat today. Yes, it's the Buddy Cops. Attention. Abandoned ship. It's time for lifeboat. We're rolling this. Let's go. I'm on a boat. I'm on a boat. Everybody look at me because I'm sailing on a boat. I'm on a boat. I'm on a boat. Take a good hard look at the motherfucking boat. I'm on a boat, motherfucker. Take a look at me. Straight floating on a boat on the deep sea. All right, Shelby, what do you got for me? Which buddy cop doesn't get a seat in the lifeboat? Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg, Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker, Mel Gibson and Danny Glover, or Eddie Murphy and Nick Nolte? Well, they're not all cops. They're not. Eddie Murphy cops. was in jail. Nick Nolte yes. went and got him. Um, I don't know about Jackie Chan and. Um, the other one, were they both cops? Yeah, in Rush Hour. All right. And who were the other ones? Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg in The Other Guys, yeah. and Mel Gibson and Danny Glover in the Lethal Weapon series. All right, so the only one that you don't have is Eddie Murphy is not a cop. This is Tainted. They're I don't a team, go so far to say destroyed. They're a team. They're buddies. You should have said buddy team. One's a cop, they are a team. All right, some of this got written in. What about uh, Johnny Utah and Drake Savage? Uh, bad Boys, Men in Black, Hot Fuzz. I think the only reason to watch the other guys is to see Will Ferrell be a dick. Oh, uh, yeah. All right, so there's some complaints on this already. Um, Fez, we're still going to play this Tainted Life okay. anyway, even though it's destroyed. Um and it's really, really bad. I'm not even sure who I would vote off here. What do you got, Fez? Um, I am going to... Let's see. Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker. Keeping them. Mel Gibson and Danny Glover. I want to get rid of Eddie Murphy and Nick Nolte because... They're Being the only good movie? Well, not a cop. Well, we already said we're going to go along with this. Uh, Chris, what about for you? All right. Look. Nolte Murphy safe. Easily. 
Riggs? That guy's not going anywhere. Riggs. Riggs. <laughs> I'm too old for this shit. And Eddie Murphy's not even a cop. Uh, this thing's too easy. So who are you throwing out? I'm getting rid of Will Ferrell and Mr. Mark Wahlberg. Chris Tucker, you'll always be safe in my heart. Yeah, me too. Although first for me that's safe is Eddie Murphy and Nick Nolte. Because I would actually say that one is a good movie. Um... Chan and Tucker is safe because Tucker's funny. Now, Mel Gibson, I might throw out for being anti-Semitic and pro-Christian. But I won't because uh, those are fun movies to watch. So I got to I gotta throw out Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg only because they did a parody of a buddy cop movie. It wasn't really a buddy cop movie. It was indeed a parody of one. This is up on the iBang if you want to uh, play along. Uh, here's Sean. Sean, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ron. Yeah. The uh, Eddie Murphy thing, I'm pretty sure he was a cop, just not from that city. He was from, like, Detroit or whatever. You're confusing Beverly Hills cop, god damn it, with the great 48 hours. Jesus. Oh, I'm a moron then. You know what I want you to do, sir? I want you to think before you call. Thank you. I can understand how you'd be confused. Because he really didn't change the character at all. He just said, this time I'm a cop. I like that character, though. Who doesn't? That was the 80s to me. In the 80s, I was just going like this. When's the next Eddie Murphy movie coming out? How about in the 90s and 2000s? I still was saying, when's the next Eddie Murphy coming movie coming to TV? <laughs> and not on demand, but actually straight to HBO or Showtime. And now I hope to see him on Epics. Remember like when a movie would come out like on ABC, like the world premiere of Jurassic Park on ABC like three years later? Yeah, all cut up and yes. weirded out. No one was like, oh, man, it's terrible what they did to this. <laughs> this is way better with these commercials. Um, sometimes it is because it gives you a chance to piss <laughs> that the pause button doesn't. In my house, that was always a big event because we never could afford HBO. So we had to wait for the ABC. <laughs> Somebody was poor. I didn't get to watch movies as fast as I wanted to. Look, you think I should apologize to you because my dad worked? My dad attempted to work at times. Legal work. All right, I got a spy report for you right now. Spy report. Spy report. Retiring at the end of the 2014 season, the captain, Derek Jeter. Oh, fuck me. There's our sad going away music being played. This is the worst fucking day I can't even imagine is this day worse for you than the day Steve Martin died Steve Martin died no but remember that Steve Carell joke where he always thought that the day <laughs> Steve Martin died would be his saddest day of his life I don't know why but that was the funniest fucking joke for me I always thought the day Steve Martin died would be my saddest day but this is even sadder uh, Shelby did you decide who you're throwing out of your fucking shitty boat I would throw away 
Chan and Tucker. I mean, they're just going around the world, kind of solving international crimes. It's not even real cop. They work. were really funny together, though. It's more like the FBI. Team. You know, you can only really, out of any of these people, I would only hold them to the first movie that they did. And those guys were fucking funny together. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull the curtain back here. I go watch Jackie Chan no matter how bad the movie is, because I know he's gonna be leaping over people that he's really doing it. It isn't any CGI. Wire work. You know, we're not watching a fucking James Bond movie where cut, let's bring in a stuntman to do the big boy's job. Jackie does it himself. Plus he can like fight people while he's doing other stuff like get, make, make something, make an omelet or like get dressed mm. while he's fighting other people. So what are you saying? Omelet good? Yeah. Omelet good, fight good, movie what do you always, bad. What always do you put in your omelet? Go with some ham, tomato, That's lazy to make. cheese. Ham's lazy. What I'm what I don't have like veal available to me. I miss boy boy George. He would always come in and try to have something nice and gay, like out, just loving life, hating his father. That was the lowest you've ever been when you were arguing with yourself, <laughs> yeah. and then it came into a third person, completely shitting all over your bit. The lights frightened me. I understand. Tommy wanted to bang you though, so got that going for me. Um. Here's our buddy, Fuck. Well, are you still playing Lifeboat? Well, we're half-heartedly. Yeah, I can see that. Um, well, I just wanted to throw fucking Shelby off that for coming up with a terrible goddamn list. You're right, Fuck. How does Fuck go fuck himself in his own asshole? <laughs> fuck you, you shitty little big lick motherfucker. At least he'll float with those beautiful lips. Hey, Pepper, check your goddamn... We're not near any water right now. Well, find some and jump in, you cunt. I love you, Shelb. Hey, let's uh, invite Fuck in one day. Okay. I'm a big fan. We're going to grab his number right now. Uh, and I have his email as well. All right. Well, yeah, take my shit off air. All right, hold on. <laughs> He's going to fuck you up when he comes in here. Yeah, fuck's in a terrible It's going to be part. my favorite day. David in Tennessee. Hey, buddy, I got to say, this is my easiest spot ever. Uh, Wahlberg and, uh, and Will Ferrell's gone. The other three all have sequels. There's catchphrases. There's everything in good buddy cop movie, um, and and they're not even the best part of that movie. The other the other guys are much funnier. Um, yeah. Shelby actually took the collar on this one. I hate to say. Um, here's uh, our buddy, the blowhard. You know, I tried to watch that Will Ferrell film, and it was just an atrocious, unwatchable awful, awful piece of dreck. I don't even know how anybody could even mention that movie as legitimately com a funny comedy. I own it. Oh, my God. Because if you look at 48 Hours, I know what confused uh, Shelby was. Maybe it was the scene when Eddie Murphy in 48 Hours went into the redneck bar posing as a cop. Did that confuse you, Shelby? Did you really think there was a new sheriff in town? I hope fuck gets here soon and beat you in the dust. Where'd you get this money from? I mean, that, that movie is a classic among classics. I actually stood up and cheered with all black people during that. Wasn't and that I yelled hilarious? out, we're doing it. And how great were the villains in that movie? Dexter's father, James Ramar, and yet the Indian, Billy Bob, whatever his name was, and then going after Luther and Nick Nolte. I mean, what a classic film. 
So this lifeboat really, really sucked. I mean, Shelby, you know, you're a pretty smart, witty young man, but you got to go back to the drawing board. Shelby, nothing you do works. How could you put a non-cop into the lifeboat? I was just talking to Michelle about this yesterday. She goes like this. Tell Shelby not to be yelling my name out in the hall. He disgusts me. Hey, Ronnie, I was thinking of a lifeboat with a friend of mine the other night, and I was going to email it to you. Could I throw it to you now? Yeah, go ahead. All right, it's a little rascal's lifeboat. Oh, this is great. Alfalfa? Spanky? Stymie? Or buckwheat? Um, off the top of my head, obviously, Spanky is safe first. Mm-hmm. He's the heart of the little rascals. Even, this, even old Spanky when he got like you know like older and. I'm not going to hold his awkward years behind him when he had 300 pounds at 12 years old. He was too cute as a baby. Uh, I'll see you around, Santa Claus. Remarkable. Now, Stymie is also safe because he may be the greatest African American actor, and I'm putting him above. Denzel Washington right now. Now my big problem is between Buckwheat and Alfalfa. Buckwheat can't talk well. Alfalfa doesn't have any talent and then was stabbed to death on a hunting trip. I'm keeping Buckwheat and I'm dumping Alfalfa wow. off the boat. Wow. I thought Alfalfa would be a favorite. No. I don't like weakness. I think he was he... A, But he was a crooner. Not a very good one. He annoyed me, and he worried about his hair too much. Now, this is the way we should be arguing over your thing, Shelby. And Blowhard totally took over. Blowhard owns your sweet ass. I think that Stymie is probably my number one. Love Stymie. I thought he had the best one-liners, and Buckwheat, I think, was just an oddity because he, he was inarticulate. And what was that that he wore in his early days? It was like he was wearing like a dress. Yeah, I don't know. I think you got him uh, confused with the other one that had, like, a fucking name. Oh, Farina. Farina. I almost called him Maypo, but I knew that couldn't be right. (laughs) Different cereal. Yeah. Farina had, like, that stuff in his hair also. Yeah. And then there was a character that nobody remembers in one of the early episodes when Farina's babysitting. And the baby's name is Marmalade. And he goes, come on now, Marmalade. I guess you don't remember that one. No, most of those kind of burn when you try to watch them now. They're so chopped (laughs) up. But, uh, Shelby, you just got pwned. When when you come up with a bit and it goes in the other direction, and Fez knows exactly what I'm talking about, you have found your own Gurian today. And by the way, did Jeffrey's thing run today? It was supposed to. I said to run it. It's running next break. I uh, I have it. Um, we have to break one more time in this show. When we get back, I want to go over your production stuff, too. I want to see if it's on point. And what I don't like to do is an after-show thing. So basically, we're going to do an after-show meeting in the last break. Now, I'm going to say right off the bat, you got pwned today. You get a zero, Shelby. Okay. Sorry. And also, leave Michelle alone in that hall. You give her... The heebie-jeebies is the way it was sounded to me. Fez, you took my guest, hijacked her until she had to do the advice show with you. You get a zero. Chris Stanley? Yeah? All you'll have to do is get a one out of a hundred. Same thing that you got yesterday on the diversity test <laughs> when I listened to your production stuff. All right. I'm aiming for that one or above. 
I think, where would you really think your production stuff is on a number grade between zero and 100? I'm going to give myself a 60 at this point. That is a fireable thing. If you think you've, you've handed in failing work, you know what I mean? I'm hard on myself, though. Yes. And why, why would I be easier? <laughs> You're hard on your fucking liver. Nothing else. Uh, Randy in Texas, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah. Uh, he, Shelby forgot uh, Bruce Willis and Jason Morgan and Cop Out. That's way better than the Will Ferrell and uh, Mark Wahlberg. Shelby just wasn't thinking. He was in a hurry. Jock, in Kentucky. Yeah, I was just uh, going to remind you about uh, Richard Dreyfus and Emilio Estevez in the stakeout. Yeah, it would have been perfect, but Shelby just doesn't give two shits. Come on, He's Shelby. too uh, much in a hurry to fucking head home and cross-dress at night. <laughs> Takes a while to tape it back. <laughs> Got to get like a whole mirror set up. I bet it doesn't take that long. You fucking button dick. Thank you. <laughs> you know, Chris always already told me he had a giant hog. Way to go. Yeah. Respect. How does he know that? He said that you fell asleep one day in the office. And he just pulled your zipper down, took a peek. Yeah, I just wanted to check it out. You know, I mean, whatever. <laughs> yeah, he said he was shocked by it. Well, he's taken aback. He actually... said it was moving when you were sleeping. It's like it has his own consciousness. It snores. By the way, Fez was doing a little, <laughs> and I saw that he's like, oh, finally, a fucking thing that I like. I'm going to jump in here. And I like the snores line, Fez. What are you going to do about our, oh, I can't say his oh, name. Oh, no. A, period. Uh, I'm going to go have a talk. If you go down and have a talk, all the guys on the show are going to give you the freeze out. Tenth All Avenue. of us. We can't let you do this. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I can't let uh, that person do what they're doing. No one will answer you on the show. When you talk, when we throw it to you, we'll just sit. Don't we not do that already? <laughs> <laughs> Is that true, Snordick? You had to start answering yourself today as Boy George Jr. What? That was Shelby? Don't give away the fucking bits, dude. Please. Pull back the proverbial curtain. Yeah. It's the theater of the mind in here, okay? We perform for the people at home. Because they're too fucking stupid to make us characters. Idiots. Again, the curtain is pulled back. This is what we think of you all. So what are you going to do after the show? I will not talk to that person. I won't go near them. There you go. Now me, I go out of my way to start planning on how to get even, but in a fun way. Oh, like, yeah. It doesn't mean I won't go near their desk. No. Here's the thing. You spread a rumor about them that they have syphilis. <laughs> oh, I got this. They, they have syphilis, and they got someone pregnant, and the baby died. <laughs> I'd go over and tell it to people from Shade 45 right now while we're sitting here. <laughs> Who is that? <laughs> I don't even know who that is. You know what? I don't like the racism oh, thing. Hey, those are our across. neighbors. And yeah, actually, I, I like it was eating a drumstick. But I'm going to tell it to Cousin Brucey. Do you hear about that guy that you're not going to remember who it is even after I tell you his name? Well, his baby died. And they found out it's because he had syphilis when he had sex with the mother. Oh, man, you telling Brucey? I thought this you was just between me and you. <laughs> there's going to be more diversity training. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of it. Not for, no, by the way, no one talks that way. You act like there was a fucking a jazz DJ from 1948. And if I failed diversity training, they're not even going to let him in the room. 
Yeah. Just let that bass line walk. <laughs> He's trying to do his new character, Bobby B. Cool. All right, we're a break. Come back and do some production. It's the Ron and Fez Show. Ron and Fez on Raw Dog. Serious XM. Comedy hits. Comedy fans, what's up? It's Jeffrey Gurian here for Ron and Fez on Sirius XM Radio, Raw Dog Channel, Channel 99, bringing you the 411 on what's going on in the comedy scene in New York and L.A. So Nick Kroll and Paul Prevenza like to say I know everyone in comedy, and I don't know if that's true or not, but I'm going to be doing my best to bring you what's hot in comedy, who's at what club, who got what show, and anything cool that's going down on the comedy scene. New York is a hotbed of comedy, and this week is Valentine's Day weekend. A great time to laugh, especially if you don't have a Valentine. Thursday night at Gotham, you can see Tom Carter from America's Got Talent hosting Axis TV's Gotham Comedy Live. He was my guest this week on Ron and Fez. Friday and Saturday, you can see my man Aries Spears killing it. And on Sunday, Royale Watkins brings his mixtape show, which he created with my buddy Anthony Anderson. It's comedy and hip-hop, and nothing goes better than that. At Noam Dwarman's Comedy Cellar, there are shows on McDougal Street and around the corner at the Village Underground. Thursday at 9.30, you'll see Todd Barry and my pal Jermaine Fowler from Guy Code, who's also on the new Wild and Out with Nick Cannon. Nick did a great promo for my book, Make Him Laugh, with the super intro by Chris Rock. We actually shot it sitting in his car. At 11.30, you'll catch David Tell and the hysterical Artie Fuqua, who tours with Tracy Morgan. Then at the stand on 20th and 3rd, they have three Valentine's Day shows starting at 8 p.m. and all including a free round of champagne. Plus, they have celeb chef Seth Levine there offering up amazing food. So get your drink on and go see Amanda Seals, Sherrod Small, Big J Okerson, Jesse Joyce, and Kurt Metzger at the 11.30 show. Go hit the comic strip on 81st and 2nd and spend Valentine's Day with Chuck Nice, Rachel Feinstein, and tell owner Richie Tinkin to give you 25% off the cover for mentioning Comedy Matters. He said he'd do it, so hold him to it. That's it for me. This has been Jeffrey Gurian for Ron and Fez, reminding you you may forget a lot of things, but never forget that comedy matters. Follow me on Twitter at Jeffrey Gurian and on ComedyMattersTV.com. Shout out to Nick Kroll. I'm out. Gurian, he jumps around. How much did you love Tammy today? Awesome. She's great. Fez, you know what? I was thinking of this. It seemed like she cared more about you than your own sister has over the years. I've never seen your own sister fight for you like that. Oh, no, no. She has her own uh, troubles and dealings, so. But do you think that she's an enabler with you? Because I think when you and your sister get on the phone together, you just try to be sad together. Um, you know what? That does happen from yes, time to time. That's why I said it. Almost every time you come in, you'd say, I told my problems to my sister. She told the problems to me, and we both cried on the phone. I think you need somebody like Tammy in your life to kick you in the ass. She's good to have around. She's going to be at the comics at Foxwoods in Connecticut. That is uh, starting tomorrow through the weekend. Then the Funny Bone in Des Moines, Iowa, February 19th through the 22nd. And her special, Finding the Funny, that's available on iTunes. And, of course, at Tammy Pescadelli on Twitter. Yeah, send her a nice hi, how you do. Let her know that you enjoyed her here today. 
All right, it is the Ron and Fez show. Chris, we're going to listen to some of your production. By the way, I don't think that Tammy liked you at all. Despised him. Oh, come on. I thought we hit it off. She's seen you for the piece of garbage that you were. Sure, she called me a chooch, but I thought that was a good thing. No. It didn't come off that way. Oh, well. She saw right through you. Your fucking paper-thin mask that you wear. This is I never genuine. even noticed that you do mean things to Fez. I got it on my eye now. I thought this was a good thing. See, maybe, my, maybe I just don't know what I'm really I'm going to pretend. I'm going to protect Fez from you and Michelle from this creepy stalker, Shelby, who bothers her in the hall. What did I get myself You, you actually did this to her in the hall. This, she, Michelle walks past Shelby, and Shelby did this. <laughs> and he was back on his haunches looking like he was going to pounce. All right, you've been working on some production stuff, right, Chris? Yeah, I've been putting together promos um, and audio. Does it stink? No, I have a couple of new ones I think you're going to like. All right, I want, and I want to find out from people if you're hearing this on Raw Dog and if you're hearing it on the LNA channel or anyone else, anywhere else. But also give us some smash or trash feedback because, Chris, you're kind of new to doing production. You've been a producer for a long time. Yeah. But under the Rob Cross years, where you could go out, smoke a fat J with <laughs> Rob Cross, and feel like your job was safe. Just burn one down, you know? Love Rob Cross. Uh, I know you do. But it did not make you a stronger producer. Now, you did learn how to roll a left-handed joint, but that doesn't help you. That's not good on a resume? Doing pro I know you're joking, Chris, but doing promos will help. All right, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Call in, and we're going to judge Chris Stanley with the work that he holds so dear to his heart. I work very hard on these. His promos, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Let's hear the first one. Okay, this is featuring Mr. Chris Pratt. Ron and Fez here, and recently the star of The Guardians of the Galaxy, TV's Parks and Recreation, and new father Chris Pratt stopped by our show. He shared his insights and life lessons on fatherhood, patience, and the proper care of a child. And he was sitting in his little, like, uh, crib cage thing that we keep him in. Yeah, crib cage. <laughs> in his cage. He was in his cage. cage yep. <laughs> <laughs> what do you call it? Like this little portable fucking cage for kids. I don't know. <laughs> he was in his cell. Chris also explained how he handles the problems in his son's life with understanding and logic. That kid doesn't like my kid. Right. What? And I like I got a little emotional, you know. I was like, "What's wrong with my kid, you little fucker?" Like I was about to like fight this this one year old. You know? Sure. Later, Chris Pratt told us about the true meaning of having children. Oh shit! This is hard. We need some more kids around here. Yeah. Let's fucking put them to work. Yeah. You we know, let's get some heads. more humans. <laughs> Honey, I know you want to have sex with me, but we need some more fucking humans around here. Chris Pratt making fatherhood look easy. I'm a world champion. On the Rod and Fez show, noon Eastern on Raw Dog Sirius XM Comedy Hits 99. Well, I think Chris Pratt was really funny during that. The man was hysterical. I think me and Fez sounded like two weirdos though. That was like the idea of like more like an Oprah-esque sound where he's talking about his kids. Do you see us as being Oprah's? Well, I guess more of like a parody type thing. With the that's the angle it went. Okay, with here's the, audio. the thing for uh, promos. Do you know what it's short for? Promotion. Promotion. 
Yeah. This is more like a shun promo. Like, oh, Chris Pratt is on the show. He's funny. But I'm shunning the two hosts because they sound like awful daytime people. I don't know if anyone's going to get that it's a... Uh, that you're just fucking around there and we're doing a parody. All right. I can, I can, I can see that. If you're not familiar with the Ron and Fez show, you might... Uh, oh, I, I am familiar with it, and I still hate us. Oh. But even so, if you're not, you might... Shelby, what do you think? <laughs> Fucking show. All right, he's back on his haunches. Now, what do you think of that bit, Shelby? And be honest for a change, all right? Yeah, I thought it was okay, but, you know, it really doesn't showcase your personalities that much. Chris Pratt. Great in it, but it seems just like well, Chris a- Pratt was hysterical in it, and I mean, we could have been funny. It's just that the stuff that we were saying was taken out. His funny stuff was left in, and then our funny stuff taken out, and this Oprah thing put in. By the way, Oprah's coming to Broadway. What's she doing? Elephant Man. No, um, <laughs> I think Raisin in the Sun or something fucking crazy like that. She should be doing Book of Mormon. That's the hot fucking piece. Still? I mean, it's been years now. They're blowing up. I don't know why anybody would still be so interested in it. Lines outside every day. All right, uh, Shelby, on a scale of 0 to 100, what would you give Chris on this? I'd give him a 59. Fez? I would give him a 70. I'm going to drop it down to zero, oh, and that's the official score. A donut? I don't know why you would give him a 70 or uh, or even a 59 when it's clearly a zero. Clearly a zero. No points for even Pratt. No, I, I, I think that Pratt would have been funnier if you would have just yanked out two minutes and played it. without all the. This is Ron and Fez here with annoying music playing. All right, let's hear the next one. This is featuring our friend, Mr. Giannis Pappas. Hey, it's Ron and Fez. And when we're hungry, there's only one great restaurant that we're interested in going to. That's over to Astoria, Queens, to our friend, Mr. Pano's Baby Socrates Restaurant. It's great food, including Greek favorites, like a gyro with white sauce. Right, Mr. Pano's? And there's no such thing as a white sauce. You come to the restaurant, you say, let me get a gyro. This is a gyro, it's a hero. And you said you want the white sauce. What's the white sauce? This is disrespectful. It has a name. It's called tzatziki. You want the white sauce and turn up in the cup and give you white sauce. No matter what you're hungry for, Mr. Panos has you covered. We have everything inside you want. We have You want eggs? We have You want You want the cheeseburger? We have You want the cheeseburger and french fries? The cheeseburger for $4.99? We want deluxe at $16.99 for the french fries. There's even seafood and more at Mr. Panos' Baby Socrates Restaurant. We have nice scallops, 175 Nobody gets to the middle to get the scallops. Anything you want, we have inside the middle. You don't get the middle, we have a green card in the middle, you want the prostitute we have in the middle, you want the new shoes we have in the middle of the menu. Take it from Mr. Panos himself. Come you know? to my restaurant, Baby Socrates. In Baby Queen. Socrates. Astoria, Baby Socrates restaurant, open 24 yeah. hours a day. Baby Socrates restaurant in Astoria, Queens. Find out more at yanaspapas.net. Proud sponsor of the Ron and Fez Show. Weekdays starting at noon Eastern on Raw Dog, Sirius XM Comedy Hits 99. Right, Chris, um, that one you were trying to make sound like a commercial yeah. that we would do. 
For baby it's a parody commercial. Done. It's a parody, yeah. For a restaurant that does not exist. Yeah, that does not exist in the story of Queens, no. For a not here restaurant. nor anywhere. Fez, what'd you think of that one? Um, I like that one better. I'm going to give it an 82. <laughs> I like the music on it and the pacing. Um, Jelps? I'd say another 59. Oh, come uh, on! Right, right below a passing grade. I definitely think it was an improvement, and I'm still giving it a zero. <laughs> Just trying to get that one. I know. And that's why I'm not giving it to you. <laughs> also, I had these... Um, but so- you got a nice truth bomb out of Fez. He didn't go for the easy fucking joke. And he sat here and acted like he was the nice judge on one of those shows. On top of your zero, I ate these snowballs and I'm not feeling too good. <laughs> yeah, it's coconut and cream. It's something for children, <laughs> not for adults. There's like four layers to this thing. I haven't had a coconut in years. Yeah, well, you're you're past thirty now. All right, the wrong you have side. what they call adult guts. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to give guts. a scientific thing for you. And I'm sorry, Fez. I was joking there. I should have been truthful. Oh boy. Well, uh, Hicks, I don't know what we're going to do about you. You got to revamp and rework. I think the Panos thing was strong. Well, the Panos promo was good. It, it captured well, it more. Well, wasn't a promo. It was a promo for a fucking restaurant that doesn't exist. If I was driving down the road at night and I heard that, I would go, "Man, I'm fucking starving. Where can I get some Greek food?" It wouldn't occur to me to listen to Ron Fess. I've got an idea for a bit. All right. Hi, I'm Ron Bennington from the Ron and Fez Show, and here's my producer Shelby. <laughs> so don't be a woman walking down the hall at Sirius XM. <laughs> Or he'll scratch and bite you. And you scare easily. You're a freak. I got an idea for a promo now. You rolling tape? Yeah, we're rolling. What tape? I haven't seen it in years. Yeah, it's digital hard drive space. If you get a high fever and piss yourself like my friend Jenny Hutt, there's one thing you need to do. At least that's what I heard from David Steinberg. That when she was younger, she had a high fever and then pissed herself. <laughs> Old piss pants hut. We all piss our pants a little bit. The other day I sneezed, I pissed my pants a little. <laughs> Damn, Tammy. Oh. Oh. Now you're, com- now you're comparing her with Dice Man. No, I was just a regular Italian, though. You're a fucking racist. And the other thing that when I when I called you on that, you actually spun your eyes in circles. <laughs> 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 they started fucking moving like a pinwheel. I want to fucking play poker against you. Shrimp poker with those fucker. Am I right, guys? <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. You really would be with Shelby if you would? No, this is truth bomb time. Trouble. I wouldn't mind playing strip poker with Shelby. Fez, come on, you're so much older than him. <laughs> you're old enough. I was disappointed we didn't see the belly button earlier. Fez, you realized how old you are, right? Should I say it on the air? No, there's no need to. Then leave this boy alone. Can this be a safe place for me, too? <laughs> this isn't a safe place for anyone once he starts shitting. <laughs> Chris, why didn't you bring A down when, um... When Tammy called for it. We could have had some monster fucking radio there. 
And they want to dime him out completely. <laughs> All-Star Too game late. this weekend. Isn't it always funny how the All-Star game in basketball is just a couple weeks after the All-Star game in football? It doesn't seem like it should be happening right now. All-Star weekend, they ought to call the pimps and hoes party because the parties are unfucking believable all the corporations come there and make it big. And then LeBron kind of tried to shit on it by putting on his own dunk contest before a game, but not signing up for the dunk contest. <laughs> what a dick. He's always doing this like during like warm-ups during games, there's always little videos of him just throwing it from the off the backboard from the three-point line and dunking it. And here he is just in practice. He went off the wall for this one. He could he could be an NFL football player the way he like throws it against the wall, goes all the way across the court and dunks it. But yet he refuses to play in a. Do we want to play take ground ground position? You think he's the best dunker in basketball? Yeah, he get oh yeah, just from getting up there so high. I mean, and he I doesn't don't think compete. So. I don't think he is. Maybe Gerald Green. Um, you ever hear of a little fucking team called the Los Angeles Clippers? I have. Lob I, City. Yeah. So this is what he feels. LeBron does not want to be in a contest where there's a possibility that he could lose because. He has nothing to gain from winning, but if he loses that, it probably fucks with his endorsement money. Yeah, that has to be it. It's not like, I mean, Jordan competed, Dominique, it's not like he's fearing injured. Who's gotten injured in a dunk contest? No, nobody. But he doesn't want anything to, and I'm going to say it in something, some, so. Maybe Gerald Green. Uh, you ever hear of a little fucking team called the Los Angeles Clippers. I have. Lob City. Yeah. So, this is what he feels. LeBron does not want to be in a contest where there's a possibility that he could lose. Because he has nothing to gain from winning, but if he loses that... It probably fucks with his endorsement money. Yeah, that has to be it. It's not like, I mean, Jordan competed, Dominique. It's not like he's fearing injured. Who's gotten injured in a dunk contest? No, nobody. But he doesn't want anything to, and I'm going to say it in something some, so people of your generation could understand, his street cred, okay? Oh, like his credit in the streets. Yeah, he got to get, look, Paid! It's a dollar and cents game, Shelby. You understand that? It is a dollar and fucking cents game. I know everyone hates the slam dunk now. I still watch all night. Although, I even like the other competitions. I'm a guy who likes the three-point competition. Yeah, there's a player this year, Damian Lillard, on the Blazers. He's completed in all five events. It's never been done before. Get the fuck out of here! Right. This is so exciting to me. Yeah. I got something to do all weekend. Three-point contest, dunk. They got the skills competition. Uh, it's three. All-star game. I think he's playing the rookie sophomore game, too. Oh, but he's not playing in that uh, uh, current guy, girl, and classic guy? I don't think so, but that doesn't really count. That fucking it sucks for me. That's my favorite one. You got somebody from the WNBA, a current player from the NBA, and then they bring out a classic guy. And you got to do those things where you hit from 15, then top of the key, and a fucking, I guess, the uh, half-court shot. I guess there's a layup in there somewhere. He's not competing in that? No. Why would he punk out on the one thing that keeps people from me from bitching that he sucks? 
I don't think they have a Portland WNBA team. They used to, but... You could use another team. Well, they pull them all together from the same town. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying you could just get somebody who's close to that. What's up the closest one? I think Seattle had one, and they were pissed because it was when the Seahawks won, they... They're, everybody was saying, like, oh, the first Seattle championship in over 30 years. But then some were like, we won, like, two. But right, but no one's going to give the arena Nobody fucking team or the local soccer team any credit. We talk about things in this country. It's four sports. And it goes like this. Football. Baseball. Basketball. And then finally hockey. That's how we play. That's how we roll. And if your team, if your city doesn't have all four sports, it's a shit town. Or if you're like Chris Stanley and your city has eight fucking sports. That's right. What are you going to do? Dominate. That's what. Without really? Jeter. Giants, Jets, Yankees, <laughs> Mets, Knicks, Nets, Rangers. Really, what do you think Islanders feel? They're moving to the Barclays Center. It's a it's it's a New York it's gonna it's a New York franchise. You know what? Yeah. When I'm wrong, I'm big enough man to fucking say so. But you're getting nothing from me, Chris. Fuck. <laughs> I'm worried about you, Fez. You're quiet again. It takes me to say what's wrong, Fez, before you jump back into it. Can't get a couple lines together. I'm just, worried. I'm concerned right now. Just all the bad stuff in this building. But I didn't even know about this. What happened? Oh, I'm getting talked about it. You did know about it. Well, I'm just trying to get you involved in the show. It came That's up this one morning of my jobs right again. Uh, a new week and uh, more shit talk in the hallways. Let me tell the story from last week. Let me tell exactly what happened. I was asked not to tell that story on the air. I didn't know that you were asked. Yeah. By who? Uh, Michelle. That's all it takes. That's all it takes for me to say Coolsville. Cool and that's from, you know who said Coolsville? Who's that? Come on, motherfucker. Let's see if you know it. Coolsville. Get a song called Coolsville. It's Don't look it up. Just, yeah. Uh, rerun? Close. Ricky Lee Jones. The uh, great Ricky Lee Jones. And she was a chick that fucking smoked French cigarettes and wore a fucking beret. So how cool is that? That's fucking Fonzie cool. You know, what are we going to be here? A couple little Fonzies, right? Stop fucking typing and looking shit up. It's the exact I opposite. The, I want to see the beret here. I want to see the beret here. So why don't you fucking put one on? It's great yeah. fashion. Why don't you start fucking dressing like that? Why don't I start to call you Shelby Lee Jones? <laughs> that does sound good. It does sound good for all of us. She did the... Ricky Lee has done our show a couple of times. And then never came back. I don't know whether Chris Stanley said something wrong or what. Very, very By the way, Meredith said to me, which one of these guys you want me to talk to, Chris or Fez? And I told that to Fez, and he goes like this. (laughs) (laughs) He felt really bad about it. Why? Did you try to fucking steal his thunder? You feel like he's stealing guests from you? Yeah, yeah. Fuck no. Let's see. He's totally trying to undermine that. Mm, like, I, like, well, with him spreading the rumors, taking it uh, from the hallways and into here today. That's a totally different situation than what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> it has nothing to do with where our conversation is now. You hold on to things. 
All right, we need to plug stuff. Fa- Chris? Yeah. Your production is slowly, but gradually, getting worse. No, it's improving. It's going to go in another direction. It's improving. I consider you right now the Yankees, the current Yankees. <laughs> The jeerless Yankees in this season. It looks like you got something you want to plug. I want to remind everyone, Timmy Pescatelli is going to be at Comics at Foxwoods in Connecticut this weekend. And on Twitter, you can follow her at Tammy Pescatelli. That's P-E-S-C-A-T-E-L-L-I. Chuck in Kentucky. Yeah, I want to let uh, Chris Stanley know the word in the hall is. If he puts out more shit production like that, he's out the door. <laughs> Who the fuck is talking about me in the hallway? Scott. Oh, fuck. Um, I think that's it for us. Anything else to plug, Chris? I'll plug something this weekend on Unmasked. Jimmy Fallon. He'll be starting the Tonight Show on Monday, but listen to my interview... Unmasked interview with him this weekend on Unmasked. Sounds pretty goddamn good. We'll uh, see you guys over on the iBang.com. And you are going to host Walking Dead this weekend? This Sunday at 9 o'clock. First time ever, Shelby will be hosting on the iBang. Your chance to bring the kids out to meet Shelby. Kids, there he is. Shelby from the radio. <laughs> if you don't fucking do that every chance you get and then strike like a rattlesnake, you'd be making a mistake for yourself. Uh, Chris, I'll let everybody plug but you. You want to plug anything? When's your next Davy Mac uh, show? We're on Riotcast. Yeah, that's the end of my show. <laughs> Donk. <laughs> You know what you've been doing? You've been listening to the Ron and Fez show.com slash on demand. Listen to Ron and Fez whenever you want. Go to SiriusXM.com slash on demand. This show was brought to you by Afro and Friends. You can get other high quality Opie and Anthony related audio from the website afroandfriends.blogspot.com.